This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy's Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Episode 70 in the Barbie Dream House. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. Are you okay? No, my muscles hurt. Oh, man. Ivy's been back on her workout game, and her uh, trainer has been pushing her a little bit. Yeah. And then I was just trying to contort onto the couch, and like that was not going well for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just saw Denver. Um, he released Key Lime Pie and did a couple of shows. And I saw him two nights in a row the other day, and I was noticing something about his backing band, the Money Makers. No, that's not what they're called. The gas, Money Makers. The gas Money. <laughs> Denver William and the Money Makers. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, so they all get a little bit rambunctious on stage, except for one Mr. Zach Mayo. He just stands up there so zen. He smiles. He like laughs at them, but he is... In, in his peaceful place while they are losing their minds on stage. <laughs> nice. I love it's, that for yeah, him. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So the next time you see Denver Williams and the gas money, uh, keep an eye on Zach And the Mayo. funky bunch. Yeah. <laughs> and the Foo Fighters. <laughs> and the... Hmm, I could keep going. Yeah, tail feathers. <laughs> Not the tail feathers. Denver Williams and the milkshakes. And the milkshakes. <laughs> That's actually adorable. Denver Williams and the milkshakes. TM. <laughs> Fort Worth Famous. What's the name of our podcast? <laughs> Fort Worth Famous. Write it in the book. What is that book that the Jerry Jonestown Massacre does? The Red Book? Write that down. The Burn Book? Yeah. The Jerry Jonestown mm. Massacre has a burn book? They sure do. <gasps> hey, look at Oh, a pen. A nice pen. <laughs> <laughs> the big comfy couch over here what is going on <laughs> i was trying to explain to somebody about the big comfy couch the other day and i was like you know what the fact that i have to explain this to you means i'm stopping right now because i'm upset <laughs> <laughs> you should know this you should know about like the dust bunnies you should know about the clock you should know everything the bananas and pajamas yeah so come on now just say oh you're uncultured wait okay. who did i call uncultured the other day oh tyrell <laughs> are we surprised no no he was trying to rewrite he was doing a uh like a weird owl situation mm-hmm. to some song don't know don't no. know the lyrics it didn't work couldn't out tell well. you but he was telling us like what he was going with and he said what rhymes with this word and it needs to be food and i said sopapia now what word we were trying to rhyme with <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Sopapia rhymed with it. But it flowed just fine with it. Uh-huh. And he said, what's a Sopapia? And I sent oh, the yes. gif of Mr. Potato Head calling him an uncultured, uncultured swine. swine. Yes. I was like, I'm not explaining this to you. No, absolutely not. I refuse. Yeah. So uh, anyways, that's my tangent on that. Nice. Hey, now so I wonder what word we were trying to rhyme. <clears throat> I could Carmen look it up Kia? And- I could look it up in the group chat, but that seems exhausting. So I like Carmen Ghia, Sopapia, Magnifico, 
Figaro. Oh, oh, oh my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show, folks. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, it, you know, it's been February and March in Texas. I, we're at the beginning of March still. But weather has been wild, as is usual in Texas. But I, I, February, we had some mild temps. And I got my gas bill, and it was like $250. And I was like, that's it. I am turning off my heater. And then Texas started to test me with temperatures again in the 40s. I had to turn my heater back on. (laughs) But it has been much milder. My gas bill this month was a much more reasonable $80. So I'm, I'm all right. I think my electric bill was like 90 bucks. Is your heater electric? Well, I have no idea. I have a nest. Okay. Is so everything sh- in your apartment electric? Probably. Oh. I have a water heater. Is your water heater electric? You don't know? No clue. Okay. I don't know either. But... You don't get a gas bill, do you? I don't think so. Okay. Unless it's on my rent payment and I just don't pay attention. <laughs> Water's usually on your rent payment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um... I've got a couple of gripes, a little vinegar moment, if you will. So first off... This is what you're starting your obsessions with? You're obsessed with gripes? No, I just wanted to talk about these before we get into obsessions, because I've got a couple of gripes. Okay. First off is variable pricing with Ticketmaster. Have we talked about this already on the show? I feel like maybe we have when we were talking about Taylor Swift. What are you talking about? When is your Taylor Swift show? The 31st, baby. Okay, cool. So... Ticketmaster, Live Nation, they do a thing called variable ticket pricing. And it depends on the demand in the moment how much you will have to pay for a ticket. So, for example, Depeche Mode is going on a farewell tour. I know, and they're playing in October. And they're playing in October, and I wanted to go. And Anna had a early release code. Nice. The cheapest tickets she could find during that early engagement period was like $200 was the cheapest like up in the nosebleeds Mm -hmm. and she was like what the heck she's like you know and down on the floor it was like a thousand dollars it was like wild pricing and I was like it's because of the demand wait till the demand goes down and then ticket prices will go down well when the when the early enrollment period was over um the early bird special standard that like the break tickets went on sale like Friday or whatever. And she found tickets like at a much more reasonable price. And she was like, what the heck is going on here? And I was like, they do this thing called variable pricing. And if, if in the, they check it, it goes by minute by minute. And depending on how many people are in the queue, you know, where they're looking to sit, the prices go up and down depending. And so, Anyways, I couldn't get Depeche Mode tickets because I couldn't afford it because the pricing was too much all the time. Uh, One time, Katie and I went to a Machine Gun Kelly concert Mm -hmm. at the AAAC, Mm -hmm. and I purchased the tickets during the Mm pre-sale, and I paid an atrocious amount of money. Mm -hmm. 100% worth it. However, (laughs) the day of the concert, Katie looked up tickets, and floor seats were $50 a ticket. Yeah. And I was like... What? I remember that show. What? Yeah. I was a little irked. I was a little irked. But yeah, yeah, so I need Ticketmaster, Live Nation, whoever it is, I need you guys to stop doing that. 
And Taylor Swift is the one who was taking them down because of it, because of her ticket costs for her concert. Like that money doesn't go to her. No, it's it's going to Ticketmaster and Live Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't want her fans to have to pay that atrocious amount of money because of, you know, I paid every cent and I would have paid more. I know that you would. (laughs) No. And absolutely. And that like, that's what she's saying. She's like, you know, it, it's not like you're not going to sell out this show. You're going to sell out right. this show. So why are you doing this to my people who want to see me? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. Like it was <clears throat> the whole thing with that. That was wild. That was the wildest concert ticket thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. she tried to do the right thing and tried to make sure that like robots and stuff couldn't buy the tickets. Right. So you had to be pre-verified as like an actual Taylor Swift fan. Um, and then you still had to spend Courtney spent 12 hours in the queue waiting for our tickets. To be honest, we don't have the greatest tickets. Mm -hmm. I don't really care. I already have my outfit picked out. I already know what I'm going to like. I'm going to have the best time ever. Yep. But that was a lot of work to get tickets to a concert. Yeah. And, and 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 if you didn't get them that day, you just don't have tickets. Right. Or you're going to pay the resale. Yeah. That's what uh, I had a lot of people on Facebook that were like, I guess I'm just not going into going, going into and going to go see Taylor Swift. Like Lindsay uh, posted and she said, I could get into Harvard, but I can't get into Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I see all these TikToks all the time that are like, are you part of the 2% of people who got tickets to Taylor Swift? And you're like, yes, I am. Actually, I am. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm there. And my other gripe in this moment is birds. There is some sort of migration that is happening. And this is the first time that they have migrated over my house and they are stopping. It's a stopover in my neighborhood. And my car is full of covered in bird poop all the time. That's disgusting. It's the worst. I hate it. I hate it. And I don't know what to do other than wash my car every single day, which is a pain in the butt. You don't just go to the car wash? Well, it's $12 a pop every time you go. There's a $3 one. Where? Right over here. I mean, it's not by you, but I'm sure there is a $3 one by you that is just like a... There is one that has... You don't need to get your tire shined every time. There is the unlimited car wash... Yeah. At the $12 car wash place where it's like $15 a month. And I probably should just invest in that right now because of these friggin' birds. Yeah, you can cancel it anytime. <laughs> yeah. Until they get you. That's why I pay $30 for the car wash that I go to twice a month. Yeah. So. What's going on over here? I was trying to get settled in with, I don't know. I'm not comfortable. Let me <laughs> fix myself. <laughs> my gosh. I take off my shoes. I'm going to do all of the things. Um, do you have anything that you want to gripe about? No, no, nothing. But okay. I don't have any gripes. But you do have an obsession. I don't have any gripes for the internet, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, you've got some gripes. I have some gripes, yes, but not for here. So, um, obsession-wise, I I can't think of anything that I'm really obsessing about other than I've been obsessively shopping for one of those sling fanny pack situations why because i feel like it would make my life a little bit easier 
Okay. Because <laughs> it's small. I think you know those are just regular fanny packs people are turning on the side and wearing as a sling. Well, I, I actually am looking at the ones that are like designed as like a sling bag, you know. But yes, I do know that that, that it so started. So just buy a fanny pack. I could buy a fanny pack. I've been looking at both variations. <laughs> this is so silly to me. I, I mean, it is a little silly, but I'm obsessed and I keep shopping for them and then I don't buy it. And I'm like, oh. and then you're going to wear it like out and about. Yeah. In public. Yes. What do you think? All the time. Well, I mean, most of the time. Here's okay. the other thing. I don't know if I, I don't know if this is the best because I I bought what I thought was a backpack when I was in Big Ben last time and it ended up being a crossbody sling situation with a backpack on the back of it. My boobs are too big. That first of all, that that can't be true. <laughs> Second, what? Yeah, see, it sits funny. I just don't understand what we're. I can't visualize what we're talking about. I'll have to show you a picture. It's a cute. sling and a backpack. It yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, I could show you. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So let me let me type this out. This is when we need a, what do you call it? What are those people called? Oh, man, I'm in... A producer? I'm in airplane mode. Okay, it's okay. You can just show me later. We don't have time for all this. Okay. I almost said I was in Depeche mode. (laughs) I'm obsessed. Um, Oh, yeah. So, like, like, that's about it. That's all I've got, like, for really for an obsession. Other than what we want to talk about. Yeah, but before we get there, I need to, I do need to have a, I do actually have a gripe. Actually, See? it's a gripe and an obsession. Okay. Oh, cute. My phone just went off. Nice. <gasps> it's going to be whatever the secret thing is that I need to be shown. Anyways. <laughs> um. Okay. So I ordered Savage Fenty workout clothes. Okay. They're so cute. I well, bet. okay. I have one pair that I'm currently wearing right now. They're Super great. Cute. Mm-hmm. I got another pair that is absolutely wild and when i put it on i was like katie was like you can't wear that to the gym and that's probably true that's a does it have a bunch of mesh it does sheer. have a bunch of mesh which was what i was so excited about yeah however on the on the uh Heine? genital area Oop. the whole situation hiney genital that whole your pelvic region mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it looks like i'm wearing a cloth diaper because it's like a thicker material there. Mm-hmm. And it's the only opaque material. And then the rest of the leggings are this like mesh Fenty legging. I'm going to have to see this. So the point of that is that I can't wear it to the gym, which is fine. They're like going to now just be house leggings, mm-hmm. which is okay. I'm mm-hmm. totally fine with that. Okay. Um, my gripe in it all is that I just barely bought these leggings and they're already too big. Well, sucks to be you. (laughs) It does, mother, because this was very expensive. This was not $12 Target leggings or Old Navy leggings. (laughs) They were expensive investment leggings. Yeah. And now they're too big. Well, they're not too big. I can make it work, but I'm just yanking them up the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, talk to Rihanna. I bet she would swap them out for you for the next smaller size. You're right. I should. At Rihanna herself, please, can I have smaller leggings? I didn't realize I was going to lose weight. Hashtag Ivy. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll talk about you on my podcast. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> no. So that that is my. Uh, I am obsessed. I have now two credits because I accidentally enrolled in some kind of membership program with Fen- Savage Fenty. So now I can buy more leggings, I guess, because I already have credits. <laughs> you need to get yourself out of that. That's, you know, leggings of the month club. You'll never you'll be get, you'll be getting them and going, wait, I didn't order these. Yeah, but they're good leggings. Like, the thing is that they're very good quality. Yeah. Like, so then I'm like, okay, I could continue. Plus, they make my butt look great. They really do. So, I guess you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Your little bum bum is so cute. Th- thank you. The point is that my gripe is that my leggings don't fit. But like, <laughs> my obsession is that I have two credits to spend on Uh more leggings yay actually they have a very i got the combos so i got the matching sports bra and Cute. the leggings mm-hmm. so i guess i could just get them in a smaller size and different colors but does the bra still fit bra fits great great that's awesome absolutely zero change to my boobs but that's annoying on its own <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> and then um i just i have been obsessively buying books have you yeah, I was doing this little thing that I didn't realize I was doing okay. <laughs> until it like dawned on me the other day. Um, every time I was going to Target to buy groceries, I was treating myself to a book. <laughs> Treat yourself. And so when I came home one day and I was like, when did I get this this additional shelf of to be read books? I realized that it's because every time I go to Target, I buy myself a new book. That is awesome. So um, I have an I have an absurdly long uh, list of books that I need to read, mm-hmm. but I was I was going through a phase of like if I go to the grocery store if I go buy food that I need to survive <laughs> instead of driving through or ordering takeout yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. then yeah. I can buy a book <laughs> yeah I mean absolutely that one hundred percent makes sense yeah 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 it was great until I was like this bookshelf is gonna run I've just bought a brand new bookshelf and it's already gonna run out of room if I don't get it together at some point so that is funny that's funny speaking of books um I so for the bestie book club we just finished a book called Mosquito Land by um David Arnold have you read or heard of that book no it is excellent it's a young adult whatever book the protagonist of the story is 16 years old but she is determined to get on this bus and get from mississippi which she calls mosquito land to her mom in cleveland and it's this you know it's her bus ride and all of the things that happen on that ride and it is so good oh nice it is really really good um and Maybe you need a copy to have on your TBR shelf. <laughs> what I need is we were villains. We are villains. We were if whatever. We were villains. Was, if we were villains, mm-hmm. that is what I need. Okay, because that book was also so good. Do you do you want my copy or do you want me to buy you a copy? No, you can keep your copy. Okay, excellent. I gave it to you for Christmas. I don't want. I, a, I don't <laughs> want your copy. <laughs> it was so good, and that book led to me being invited to another book club because if we were villains it's on their list for this year if we were villains i have heard is so 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 good it is it for me loving shakespeare as much as i do i loved this the entire story auntie 
not such a big Shakespeare fan, she didn't enjoy it as much as I did. Mm. But she's not a fan of Taming of the Shrew. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but not Shakespeare's version of Taming of the Shrew. Mm. You know, she likes Kiss Me Kate or Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, Kiss Me Kate was what was like when we were kids. Like that was what the the version that we would watch. But um, so uh, I was at a show at oh Whiskey Dick was playing at Lola's. Johnson and Fritz, Whiskey Dick, and um, <laughs> absolutely wild. To yeah. Me. So, uh, Mandy, Matt's Mandy was like, "Hey, you know that book that you just finished? If we were villains, she's like, it's part of my book club, and I wanted to see if you wanted to be part of our book club for this year." And she was like, "I'm putting all of everybody who wants to, you know, everybody who's part of the club, they get a book, and you get to put it in the hat." And um, she's just drawing them out like randomly. So our first book is Major Pettigrew's Last Last Stand. Right? Is that what it's called? Major Pettigrew's Last Stand um, by Helen Simonson. And so far, it's super cute. He's this old, you know, kind of curmudgeonly, very uptight major um, in Britain somewhere. And he meets a widower named Mrs. Ollie. And it's just a cute little, cute story so far. I'm really, it's, I'm enjoying it. It's an easy read. It's kind of cute. Oh, hey, that's me. I was cracking up because I was uh, rooming a patient the other day. Mm-hmm. And she had this book in her hand. And I was like, I feel like that is um, that movie that's like the comic book. And I was like, what are you reading? And so she shows it to me and it's Watchmen. Watchmen? Watchman? Uh-huh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we let boys into our book club. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, say no more. <laughs> like, that is so cool. <laughs> so I was telling Mandy, I was like, hey, for my book, like I want to to put uh, Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, N- Nellie Olson um, autobiography. And she was like, oh my gosh. She started talking about Little House Nelly? on the Prairie. Yeah. The bitchy girl with blonde hair. Yeah, Confessions of a Prairie Bitch. And so then she was like, Wait, oh my. I would read that. Yeah, she was like, oh my gosh. And she was like saying how um, this, like Sundays, uh, Little House on the Prairie was the only thing she could watch. And I was like, same. And she was like, I can't even tell you how often I quote Little House on the Prairie with my sisters. And I was like, I was all, dude, my daughter does it all the time. And, she, you know, which daughter? I you. don't. I don't quote little. I got banned from watching Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Dad told me if I cried over one more episode of a TV show that I was done. And he, then he told grandma to stop showing it to me. Oh, man. I thought I know that we do talk about all of. We, I mean, we talk about it, but yeah. I don't quote it. OK. All I'm right. not like, hey, remember that time Laura Wilder was like, let's go run in the river. Like, <laughs> No, that's not that's not what I meant by quoting it. <laughs> But that's, yeah, no. Anyway, so that sparked a whole big thing. And uh, Little House on the Prairie was great. (laughs) Matt was like, Mandy, I'm going to need for you to quit scream laughing. And she she was like, you don't understand. Susie, Little House on the Prairie. So it was pretty funny. So yeah, Confessions of a Prairie Bitch is on our list. book club, I'm still working through book club because I haven't finished any of the books and I get harassed about it all the time. So (laughs) I'm going to finish it. It's just the last two books I am well aware are going to be very emotionally tolling on me. Uh-huh. And I had to get to a spot where I was okay with that because I binged the first one, two, three, four, five. 
Um, yeah, I binged the first five. I read them super fast and then I had to take a break because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I caught up kind of, but now I've got to, got to knock out the last, last three, couple, three actually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there's the next series, which is two more, <laughs> two more, by the way, two more 800 page books. Holy moly. So we're reading some dense ones right now. Yeah. Um, and then the, the next book on our list is something I think it's called like everything I ever learned about love. Um, the next one after I finish the Sarah J. Mass ones that I'm mm-hmm. working my way through, the next one that I'm going to read is The Appeal, which is like a murder mystery, but it's in like emails and texts and stuff like that. Cool. And Allison was posting pictures. Actually, Allison sent it to me, a picture of one of the pages, and she was like, we either one of us could be either side of this conversation and i was like cracking up laughing because it was very accurate so that is funny um i bought the book so i can read it next cool is that true yeah i'm gonna read that then i'm gonna (laughs) read local woman missing then i'm gonna read book lovers oh book lovers was cute and then we did that for bestie book club too i bought a i bought a whole bunch the other day yeah like i went a little crazy in barnes and noble but I deserved it. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so that's my book uh, tangent. Very nice. But now we can talk about my real obsession because I have I have since. literally dedicated my entire life to this since I gasped before my date on Friday night and I went, what? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it's just unfolded since then. Wild, wild ride. And I too have been absolutely 100 percent invested since i got the text message from you <laughs> and said what <laughs> no so the thing is that okay <clears throat> for those of you who don't know we're about to deep dive into the bravo universe yes specifically the vanderpump rules cast which to sum up there were two couples tom sandoval who we will not be referring to as sandoval and, and his girlfriend, Ariana. Yes. Girlfriend, life partner. Nine Ariana. years strong. They were like, he would have married her if she said she, she wanted, wanted to, to get married. Mm-hmm. <coughs> they jointly own a house mm-hmm. that he has put up for more for collateral collateral for his business. Mm-hmm. They've written a book together. They've written a book together. And then there was another couple, Tom Schwartz and Katie who we will refer to as Schwartz. Yeah. And then there was a third couple, James Kennedy, DJ James Kennedy. Yep. And his girlfriend slash fiance, ex-fiance, Raquel. Yes. Okay. So Schwartz and Katie get divorced. Before all that, James, DJ James Kennedy and Raquel. uh, Call off the engagement. Raquel calls off the engagement. During the um, reunion. Reunion. Yes. of season well they announced it then yeah. and then she gave him back the ring on it, tv which was horrific yeah it, it was just awkward and weird and it was like why why are you doing this now because they had they had just like maybe the day before decided to yeah. split up so uh, yeah so they break up okay next katie and schwartz who had been who've been together 12 years they get divorced yes so Schwartz is living his best single life. This is between seasons nine and ten. Yeah. That they get divorced. 
Schwartz is living his best single life. They're working on opening a new restaurant, Schwartz and Sandy's. Uh huh. He goes to Winter House, hangs out for a little bit. Yeah. And then, um, then he's just like, so Raquel, also newly single, she is like, I got a thing for Schwartz on the show at least. She's like, I want to make out with him. And then she goes to Katie and she's like, I'm really sorry. I asked him to make out with me. He said no, because Katie's thing was, I don't care who you hook up with, just not in our friend group. Okay. And when you watch that scene, because I watched that scene prior to Friday, I was like, this is so weird. Like, this seems like this is very, like, awkward and weird that she would just kind of out of nowhere go um uh hey Schwartz do you want to make out like it was really weird okay here's my issue with the whole thing these people are like my age yeah older older than me yeah Raquel might be the same age as me yeah and she's like the youngest one out of all yeah okay so Never in my life have I said, do you want to make out? But definitely never in my adult <laughs> life have I said, would you like to make out? You haven't turned and looked at your partner and said, hey, want to make out? No. No? Okay. No. Okay. Because let me tell you something. What? Now, this might be crossing a boundary for us. <laughs> I don't want to be asked questions. <laughs> Just fucking do it. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. I, don't ask me. It's so weird. It's so weird okay, for me. So, but wait, like if you're in an established-ish relationship, you're, like you've been dating the guy for a, a little bit, a few months. Yeah. Whatever. You, you don't think like you would just be like driving down the street or maybe sitting on the couch or whatever and you just look over at him and be like, hey, you want to make out? <laughs> no, no. Amazing. You, you just. And I've never been out at a club or something and gone up to some dude and been like, do you want to make out? And if a guy came up to me and was like, do you want to make out? I'd be like, what? (laughs) Like, I can't like a grown adult man. I could see it in high school. Okay. In high school, I'll give you even college. Like, I think that's probably why I find it so funny and kind of so cute because you wouldn't expect somebody who is a grown adult man to look at you and be like, hey, want to make out? Okay. But like, hey, do you want to make out is different. Like the way that you're saying it is cutesy. Okay. Not drunkenly walking up and be like, oh, Schwartz, true. do you want to make out with me? Yeah. No. So it like, that's what I'm saying. It was it felt forced and awkward and weird and and like okay but you're looking at it now through no. the lens because Raquel is weird well no at the time I thought it was weird because like but well, she's doing what Sheena told like the other part of it is that that we skipped over is that oh, yeah. Sheena is the one who was Sheena Shea which by the way Sheena is married to somebody else like why is she still going by Sheena Shea I don't know anyways Sheena Shea says to Raquel you should make out with Schwartz. Yeah. Or you should try to date Schwartz or whatever it is because mm-hmm. Sheena's trying to make sure that Schwartz like moves on with his life. Yeah. Because Katie has moved on with hers. Correct. So Sheena's trying to help Schwartz. So then she's like telling Schwartz like, hey, you should hook up with Raquel. Raquel, you should try to get Schwartz to make out with you. It just very weird. The whole thing's weird. But like then Raquel does it. But she says it exactly the way Sheena said it to her hey, you should go make out with Schwartz. And so she walks over and says, do you want to make out? Like, yeah. 
Raquel is dumb. She's a <laughs> dumb bitch. <laughs> like, there's nothing going on in her head. She's not the smartest tool in the shed. However, wait, that's not, I said that wrong. Um, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, it was just very weird and awkward. And, um, and Schwartz was like, ah, you know what? Like, I really, I don't want to do this. Well, and that's because that's after Katie had said to him, you're going to mess up our friendship if mm-hmm. you start doing this. Like, I want you to respect this boundary that I put in. Mm-hmm. Even though Schwartz was like, you can't tell me what to do. We're not married anymore, which is valid. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other topic. I have other thoughts about that. But um, Schwartz was like, no, this is not a good idea because he doesn't want to piss off Katie. Well, and they, and I don't know if it's because of the show or just because of where they're at in their lives. They do still hang out all of the time, which is weird. Well, they're both on the same show. They're casted on the same thing. They have the same group of friends. Yeah. Like they're trying to make it seem like they're going to just be cool and friends. And I can appreciate that. But like, yeah, it doesn't typically work that way. And it might work for a little bit. Like, I had an ex that I was friends with for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I was like, this is so fucking weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, because now you've got opinions about who I'm talking to and who I'm dating. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to have that opinion anymore. Yeah. So, anyways, that's... Okay. That happens on the show. Now, that filming is approximately, like, three months ago. Yeah, probably about three months ago. <clears throat> Yeah, late last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now Friday night, Friday mid afternoon, the news breaks that Tom Sandoval, who at this point in our story that we are retelling right now, has absolutely nothing to do with anything that we've already said. <laughs> yep. He's just Schwartz's best friend. Yep. And in a loving, committed relationship with Ariana, has been hooking up with Raquel for the last seven months. Seven months before filming even started on this season. Yeah. And people are speculating maybe that's why she called off the engagement with James, DJ James Kennedy. Maybe. But while we're talking about DJ James Kennedy, he is also friends with Sandoval. Yes. (coughs) Sandoval paid for the Coachella celebration that he, that James did to propose to Raquel. Yeah. Which was also very awkward. And when James was the one who was fucking up all the time because he was drinking like crazy, Sandoval and Ariana were the ones who were like, we should invite James to things. We should do things with James. Like, we should get him the help. We should do whatever we can. Yep. And Ariana is the one who was like, we should invite Raquel to things. She's just dumb. Like, let's just invite her. She's dating James. James is our friend. We have to invite her to things. So yep. Ariana went out of her way to make Raquel invite in, in with their friend group. Because without Ke- James, Raquel was like, who cares? And honestly, with James, she still is who cares. Yep. And if it wasn't for the beef that she had with Lala then she would have been completely irrelevant on the show. Oh, absolutely. And that the beef with Lala also felt a little bit contrived because <laughs> Lala and James are friends. However, we did learn that they did hook up at the beginning of James and Raquel's relationship. Yeah. So, okay. So the whole reason that this whole story breaks, the whole story breaks, then what I see, and then I text to you and Katie, is Lala going in 
because yeah. Lala got permission from Ariana to air the whole thing out mm-hmm. and go for Sandoval. And here's the thing. Uh, filming for the reunion is set for just a couple of weeks. Um, uh, Bravo has turned back on their cameras oh, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to document all of this. And so you saw Lala getting ready to, yeah. to go. So Lala was like, listen, I got the I got the green flag for Mariana. I'm going to come for all of you. And then Raquel in an interview, like not even two days before, was like, I don't have the energy to deal with Lala. And so Lala was like, you better fucking find it because you're not ready for what I'm going to bring you. Yeah. Okay, so that happens. Then we find out that the whole, when this broke to Ariana, so Ariana was at Sandoval's stupid cover band, his concert. She had Schwartz's, I mean, Sandoval's phone for some reason. It fell out of his pocket. Something happened. Oh, yeah. This was Wednesday night. This was the Wednesday before the Friday when the story broke. Yeah. So Wednesday night, they're at this show in Anaheim. The phone falls out of his pocket. Ariana grabs it so he doesn't step on it on stage. She grabs it. When she grabs it, he has an incoming message from Raquel. Well, which is a video. Time out. Raquel and Sheena are in New York that night doing Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Yes. So I was going to get there. Okay. So she's got the phone she sees she's got an incoming message from Raquel or he's got an incoming message from Raquel it is an explicit video she then does what any other girl would have done in that situation and begins to read the backlog of messages and figures out what's going on yes she obviously they get into it after the concert they leave that happens in the meantime Ariana has already texted Sheena who is in New York with Raquel and said this is what's going on sheena finds out literally literally decks raquel so now raquel has a black eye yeah so during the watch what happens episode they're playing a game of you know do you know your bff and the question was who do you think is cuter sandoval or schwartz and they schwartz is the correct answer by the way right they both answer sandoval and sheena looks at her and goes what are you doing and uh, she was like, well, Sandoval's got abs or something like that. And she was like, I thought, you know, I thought for sure you were going to say Schwartz. You guys have been, you know, goo-gooing and, you know, flirting and stuff. And so then, then like in the meantime, between that and the end of the show, she gets the message from Ariana, sees it, and then they step outside of the show. And, <laughs> and Sheena throws hands. Yeah. So much okay. so that Raquel got a restraining order against her. A temporary so, one. Raquel has a black eye. The whole thing's breaking in LA. Sheena's just punched her in New York. They all go back home. Now it's all over the internet. Saturday morning, it's all going It's all going straight to hell. It's uh, That's all that's on my Twitter feed. It's all over my... It was all over my TikTok. It was all over my Twitter. It was everything. Yeah. So... I was like, oh, dang. The people who have no idea what's going on are like, what's going on? Because so many people are talking about it because it's so scandalous. <coughs> and the reason why Vanderpump Rules was such a good show when it started was because this was like really, truly all of these ter- terrible things were happening. Like none of it's scripted. None of it's. So here's the thing. Vanderpump Rules would not be a show 
if Sheena Shea hadn't been having an affair with Eddie Cibrian. Oh yeah, Lala addressed that because that, everybody's, did like, she? everybody's like, you can't be mad because Sheena was cheating on, uh, Ch- Sheena was cheating with Eddie. Yeah, who was married to Brandy Glanville at the time. Right. Uh, Tom and Ariana got together. Allegedly, Tom was cheating on Kristen mm-hmm. with Ariana. That has not been confirmed by Tom Kristen or Ariana, but alleged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lala and James got together at the beginning of James and Raquel's relationship, but then Lala was like, "Look, you can't cheat if you got." Raquel herself said they didn't get together. Their relationship did not start till she moved in. We hooked up before they moved in, so they weren't together. And there was some speculation that Lala knew that Randall was married. That has now come out that Lala really, truly did not know. Yeah. And so she's like, and in my opinion, you can't cheat on a dude that was married. So I was single too. Yeah. So there's like everybody, there are, there's another side of it of people being like, well, you guys can't all be this upset about it. Except that truly people are like, it's just so shocking. Yeah. The thing is, is that uh, Sandoval and Ariana have been like the, um, kind of uh like somewhat stable couple stable that's the word i was looking for like the stable couple they they haven't ever really fought on camera like their biggest discussions were about like getting married and having kids and and that was not something that ariana wanted so sandoval was like okay well then i'm not doing that you know and like you didn't really see any big explosive fights like that you saw with like jackson uh stassi and Stassi or Jackson, his wife, Brittany, Brittany. Um, but, and then it's funny cause like people are saying who knew that Jackson, Brittany would be the, the last one standing and like Stassi and Bo, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're in these stable relationships off the show. And, um, yeah, it's so, wild. So I was listening today to an, to uh straight up with Stassi mm-hmm. and somebody on the show was like, I don't know who it was that was the guest, but she was like, so do you think that at any point that this could have been like a producer was like, this is the storyline we're going to go with to revive this show. Do, and I've Stassi said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And Stassi, where I was going with my original statement was Stassi was like, look, the reason why this show was so successful is because unfortunately this shit show was our real lives Mm -hmm. yeah she was like it was really happening the cameras were really in our face they never once prompted us to be like oh you guys should go do this or oh you guys should go she's like sometimes they would be like where's the next group trip and like how can we elevate the next group trip but like it was never (coughs) hey this is the storyline we need we don't need jack stealing sunglasses in mexico and getting arrested yeah like or you know like call somebody and start saying shit yeah like they do on the real housewives yeah she's like the the thing about it was that this while it was an absolute chaotic disaster really is and was the way our friendships and relationships were all working the cameras were just capturing all of it yeah and so when we're fighting we're really fighting with each other when we're you know being friends we're really being friends with each other like the realness of and she's like and when some of the seasons are boring it's because nothing is really happening in our lives yeah yeah and um uh, but i had that thought i was like what if this is just all some mega pr stunt 
Like I wouldn't, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put it past Sandoval to agree to, but I would have been shocked out of my mind if Ariana agreed to it. And Raquel is not smart enough to think that that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, and Raquel really got punched. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel really got punched. And then did you see? Okay. So Raquel really got punched. Mm-hmm. Then her parents get involved because now she's like in a PR crisis. Yeah. So her parents get involved. They, number one, want to sue um, Sheena for assault. They want to sue Sandoval for revenge porn. Right, because he saved the... the, What I heard about that video was that it was a... It was a saved FaceTime, like, phone call, like, that he had saved to his phone. So she saw the incoming message, started reading back the messages, and was like, what the hell is going on here? So then she started going through other stuff, like photos, videos, this, that, and the other, and that's where she found the video. Oh. Yeah, so then, so that... Okay, that that, makes more sense, except that's still not revenge porn. But the FaceTime video was recorded without Raquel's consent. How do we know that? Uh, well, that's because that's what she says. And I guess, I don't know, I guess you could watch the video and be like, you know, does he ever say, hey, do you mind if I record this? What if he didn't record <laughs> him asking, do you mind if I record it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, how do we know that? Yeah. Also, Raquel is literally spiraling. Like, yeah. so she could be saying anything at this point to save her own public image. Yeah. I don't know. So one of my big questions is, what is the difference between this instance of cheating amongst this friend group and prior instances with Jackson Stassi or with Sandoval and and Kristen or with, you know, any of the people? Okay, I think that in my opinion, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. Ariana was one of the purest people on that show. True. She was everybody's friend. Mm -hmm. She was everybody's backup. She was everybody's support. Mm Mm-hmm she hasn't really done Kristen's fucking crazy Stassi's fucking crazy (laughs) Katie fucking crazy yeah yeah I'm not saying crazy people deserve to be cheated on right what I am saying is like the public opinion Uh wasn't as invested in the fact that like yeah Ariana Ariana is a good girl to have like a butterfly birthday party and be like this with my friends and she's happy yeah like she's not causing problems she's not you know she's talking about real life issues Mm -hmm. her dad passing away her issues with her mom Mm -hmm. her like people being involved in her relationship that are like what's going on here like she's talking about real life stuff but she was kind of just like everybody's friend yeah yeah for sure she's always been the one she was the one throwing the we hate jack's party she's the one yeah like she's the one doing all these things and then sandoval does this shitty thing to her yeah. that's my opinion on why it has rocked so much yeah because it's rocked so much that even jacks stassi Kristen, they all have opinions on it yeah and lisa vanderpump is on watch what happens, watch what happens tonight. live tonight so we can watch it tomorrow. But uh, so Auntie was like, I don't understand what Vanderpump even means. She's also a pair of shoes. Is it like, what is it? <laughs> and I was like, she's all, is it someone's last name? So Auntie, it is Lisa Vanderpump. She it, owns the she restaurants. She owns several restaurants, but this one in particular, the the first several Sir. seasons were uh, centered around one called Sir. Delicious um, food. Yeah. Uh, and she went into business with the Toms and opened up a bar called Tom Tom, like right down the street. Yeah. And then um, Tom and Tom have also opened up another restaurant called Schwartz and Sandy's. 
So I saw a tw- I saw a joke the other day that said it's about to be called Schwartz and Vandy's. <laughs> well, because the the pre the prequel not the pre preview for the, the episode this week was the Vanderpumps saying to the Toms, "We'll if, buy out your we, we will partner. buy out your shitty partner if you want us to." Yeah. So, okay. Sunday, Katie comes over. Mm-hmm. My sister comes over. <coughs> We're having waffles. We're discussing this whole thing because obviously I've not stopped thinking about it. <laughs> not only have I not stopped thinking about it, I just keep, <coughs> I am so invested in law law dragging these people to hell that like, I can't stop. I just keep waiting for her. To I can't wait. Things. I really cannot wait. And neither can Lala because she posted all to her Instagram story. It's <laughs> Dang it, I need to get She's on like her Instagram. ranting on Instagram every single day. So I'm telling Katie, I'm filling Katie in on everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, Katie's like, I can't believe it. I'm like, I know. Katie gets on her phone, starts going through everything. She's like, oh my gosh, Tom Sandoval posted something. Tom Sandoval posts a, I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday. It was Sunday when we read it. Posts a whole apology. Yes. He's like, I apologize to my fans schwartz my family my partners. my co-workers my partners my employees does he mention mention ariana no not once nope not in the entire thing today we are now thursday wednesday, wednesday. Mm-hmm. we are now wednesday today he posts the apology to ariana yep ariana yep the same day that raquel posts what is clearly written by someone else oh yeah no absolutely an apology for her actions which she is now blaming on her mental health and her terrible um uh what is that attachment style yeah and so she's saying she needs to go to therapy because she seeks out love from people who she doesn't deserve to see they don't deserve her love however tmz has seen Raquel and Tom Sandoval still together, still doing together, things. yeah, doing things and not for the show. They're yeah, not. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it's outside of that. So and then, then also, uh, so both of these apologies today were were pretty shitty. But leading up to today, uh, like Andy Cohen came out and he was like, um, there are all sorts of signs that this was going on during the season. Oh, yeah. And as production has reviewed it, they found all of the... All of these things. So one of them was at BravoCon. Um, Andy was like, in reviewing the tape from BravoCon, you can see the way that Raquel and Ariana, like something's going on with Sandoval, and they're both looking at him. And Andy, he he was like, I remember at the time going... That's kind of a weird way for Raquel to be looking at Sandoval, but he didn't he didn't take it any further than that. Like it yeah. didn't dawn on him in any way. Um but then another thing is the matching necklaces. Did you see those? They both wear lightning strike necklaces. No. I saw the post of them of Raquel wearing the Tom Tom sweater and then Tom Sandoval dressing up as Raquel. Like wig and all. Uh-huh. That's from BravoCon. Okay. Then I saw um, production saying, like, you know, we've we've gone through all the tapes and we have found evidence of this relationship that we like no one just put together because no one was looking for it. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, this is the shitty thing. Production came out and they were like, "Uh, really, you guys should all be thanking them because this is 
already getting the show renewed. And I was like, this is so fucking dumb. Because yeah. like, the thing of it is, is that even though like my entire attention is focused on this crazy wild thing, mm-hmm. there are real people hurt in this. Oh yeah, for like, sure. And so you can't, especially for production to come out and be like, you guys should all be thanking them for this coming out because we're going to get another season of this show while Ariana has got to figure out like, what do I do with my life? Yeah. Because she's dedicated her life and her money and all of her stuff into basically making Schwartz. I mean, Sandoval's dreams come true. Yeah. And and not that she's put hers on the back burner. She's been doing stuff with Katie. She's been doing her own thing too, but like, She's done a lot of stuff thinking like she's going to spend her life with Sandoval. Yeah. And then like also, even though James, I don't know if he's still with his girlfriend, but, but James in this too, like Sandoval is one of James's best friends or was one of James's best friends. Yeah. So Sandoval has been hooking up with his ex fiance and it's just like the whole thing is like there's real people hurt in it and so like as entertaining as it is for me like I also that part like goes in the back of my head is that like it's not entertaining for me I shouldn't say that it's just so wild to me that I'm so invested in like everything and and the other part is that there's been zero breaks in information coming out true like it's just every time I get onto social media there's another thing surfacing about it yeah I'm like holy cow when does it stop yeah so today on Instagram (laughs) okay first of all when the whole thing broke Lala owns give them Lala beauty right right a little bit ago when she was trying to reconcile with Raquel she created a uh palette an eyeshadow palette it's called bambi eyed bitch because lala called her that once yes it's not about the spaghetti (laughs) so (laughs) lala made this palette right as soon as everything breaks lala discontinues the palette puts it on like final sale super discounted get rid of it or i'm gonna burn the remaining palettes Mm -hmm. so she does that immediately well, Lala's been talking all kinds of shit on Instagram. She's done interviews. She's done all kinds of stuff because Ariana told her to go for it. Yeah. And Lala has never liked Raquel. Right. So today on Instagram, Lala, I guess Lala woke up this morning and Raquel's lawyer had emailed her personal email, like a cease and desist. Yeah. Lala was like, <laughs> look, <coughs> I don't want to wake up to that. I don't, and she's like, if your if your Mickey Mouse lawyer has something to say, he can send it to my lawyer. And this goes for like all of my castmates, all of my friends, whatever. If you have something to say, you can send it to my lawyer. That's why we have them. She's like, that's why we have counsel, which you would know if you hadn't had more than 15 minutes of fame. And she's like, but we all saw what you did with your 15 minutes. So like, what? she was like, so if you have something to say to me, you can send it to Daryl that's her lawyer yeah (laughs) i'm busting up laughing i have laughed about that all day long (laughs) then i get on instagram right before i go to the gym (laughs) she's she's so good lala has now you can now buy a sweatshirt from give them lala that says send it to (laughs) daryl that is awesome and i'm like this is everything (laughs) yes absolutely because i've been waiting i've been lala has behaved very well Mm -hmm. but i've been waiting for her to finally crack about something 
Yeah. And it's just so, it's just so good. Cause she's just so like quick with it. Yeah. That I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. But when Katie and I were talking about it, we we're talking about the whole thing. And then Katie was like, I'm not dumb. Lala. <laughs> and I was like, Which is oh. a direct quote. It was so good. The way Katie said it was so good. She said it exactly like Raquel. I'm not dumb lala <laughs> katie was like yes you are that is awesome um so anyways yeah that has consumed my entire being for yeah. the last like um i can't believe we're already on wednesday so the last like five six days <laughs> yeah so uh, another question that i have is like looking back we saw when the toms came on to um watch what happens live when they were asking schwartz questions he would look at sandoval to see how he was supposed to answer um so, like, how do you feel about Schwartz taking some of the fall for this during uh, up until last week? So I have mixed opinions about it only because I don't know how much Sandoval, I mean, how much Schwartz knew. Mm hmm. Like people are arguing that Schwartz knew the whole time and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Sandoval is saying Schwartz did not know the whole time. So number one is Sandoval covering for Schwartz now because Schwartz was kind of starting to take the fall. And so Sandoval was like, I'll take all the heat for this. Mm -hmm. Or did Schwartz really know? And like the thing is that you can't. Okay. (laughs) I know that I have strong opinions on people's intelligence, but like Schwartz is not that bright. Well, and, and that that's like the thing too is Schwartz is like such a lovable goofball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Schwartz, yeah. Schwartz is the person that you want to be the face of your brand because everybody, and they say it on the show all the time. They're like, no one is ever mad at Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. Schwartz could do all kinds of stuff and no one is ever mad at him. Yeah. And so like, did he know because he kind of knew he could be the fall guy and nobody would really be upset about it because they would just be upset at Sandoval or did he really not know? Yeah. I wonder. And I wonder because he hasn't really said anything and that's smart. Yeah. But I wonder if, uh, I mean, at one point Andy Cohen said, how many parts are too many parts for this reunion? And Lisa Vanderpump was like, can we just do one? Because I don't know if my heart can take it, but I do think it's going to need to be two, three, four parts because it's going to be a lot of, a lot of this. Here's my opinion on that whole situation. You can't say, can it only be one? Because you know, it's not going to be like a one hour conversation. I mean, we've been talking about this alone for like 30 minutes. Yeah. So like, you can't say okay we're gonna cover a whole season's worth of stuff and there's clearly before this there's other things that we haven't seen yet that are gonna happen oh yeah yeah we're only midway through the season we're not even midway we're like three episodes in yeah um so there was other stuff that needed to be talked about before now now we're gonna have to dedicate a whole thing to it but the thing is like they're gonna be sitting there anyway yeah okay but this is katie brought this up today because katie was like so raquel's got this straining restraining order against sheena so do you think that bravo is gonna be like you gotta pick one raquel or sheena and i was like i don't think so because there's ways around that number one you could just have one or the other on video then they're not physically in the same room yeah number two um you could say for this part, Raquel is going to be out here for the next part. Sheena is going to be out here and they won't be within. I mean, just cause you're not going to have them screaming at each other on the couches. Okay. Yeah. Or 
they may be like, do you guys agree to do this? We will have security behind each of you or whatever it is. is I don't think Sheena's really going to swing on Raquel again. I I don't think so either. I would have never in my life would I have banked on Sheena punching anyone. Right. Stassi, we have seen and have seen multiple times swing. It made me think, what did Raquel say when Sheena was like, what the hell? That that then Sheena's reaction was to swing on her. Yeah. You know, I like I wonder what she said. And because because you're right. One, I never would have guessed Sheena would have done it. And number two, I never guessed Sheena would have landed like a perfect black eye. Well, right. And because like um like uh Sheena's just she's not that person she's not one who gets physically angry Sheena's usually one crying when Mm -hmm. she's angry she's not usually the one she's like crying and not even really leaving the room she's just like what is going on and and she kind of just cries about it yeah and why is this happening yeah whatever Raquel said okay but in this last episode when they said uh they said oh Charlie came back from the Hamptons oh right Charlie's talking to Raquel and she's like, uh, don't you think it's kind of weird that you're hooking up with Schwartz <laughs> mm-hmm. or like you're talking about hooking up with Schwartz and Raquel's like, well, like, no, because they can't call me a homewrecker cause there's no home direct. And then, uh, Charlie's like, I mean, wouldn't it be weird for you if like I all of a sudden was like, I'm going to go hook up with James and Raquel was like, I guess do whatever you want. And I was like, that's a weird reaction. Mm -hmm. That's a weird reaction because let's just say in a different world, Allison and I are both single. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to do this thing. And Allison's like, don't you think it would be weird if I hooked up with your ex fiance? Like, don't you think you'd have an opinion about that? And I would be like, yes, I do have an opinion about that. (laughs) Especially since it's not that far out. You know what I mean? It's only been a year ish maybe since they ended their relationship yeah so it's not like it's been you know five or ten years down the road well and Raquel won't even be in the same room as James like she won't there the way that James and Raquel have handled their breakup versus the way that Katie and Schwartz have handled their breakup are two very different things yeah if you can't even be mature enough to be in the same room but you're telling me you don't have an opinion about your one of your closest friends hooking up with your ex-fiance yeah you're lying yeah yeah for sure lying yeah it's just, it was, a the, when I was watching the scene, I was like, this is, that's so weird. Yeah. And like, I've never wanted to agree with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Barstow. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, I've never once been like, huh. I was like, damn it, Raquel. Now I'm agreeing with Charlie. <laughs> like, that's so dumb. <laughs> so, okay. So then my next question it, it to you is, would you still support uh, Sandoval's businesses? Like, would you go back to Tom Tom? Would you go to Schwartz and Sandy's to check it out? So the thing is, what I can see, like logically, and like I get that a lot of people are going to be like, no, because I can't support that. Mm-hmm. Okay, then in that case, you can't support a million different businesses for sure. Get off of Amazon. Don't sell your Tesla. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you can't like you can't if people made decisions on the businesses they supported every business they support based off of a K 
characteristic of one person who is a partial owner yeah a, a lot of businesses would be out of out of yeah and how do you feel about how schwartz and sandys has handled their social media i haven't looked at any of it oh, okay i because this is my opinion on schwartz and sandys i don't care about it yeah i don't care about it i'm not invested in it i don't like next time in i'm i'm in la i'm not gonna be like let's go to schwartz and sandys so it's it's really interesting because the Schwartz and Sandy's like PR people or their social media team, they've put out a statement that's like, you know, please don't like discount our business because of um, something that, you know, somebody who is a partial owner has done. You know, there's a lot of people who work here and who depend on this as their place of business and blah, blah, blah. But TomTom hasn't done that. <laughs> that's because TomTom is run by Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the thing is that TomTom, TomTom this is when Schwartz kept getting his panties in a twist. I mean, Sandoval kept getting his panties in a twist over Tom Tom and Lisa Vanderpump kept reminding them, you don't actually, you have some stake in this, but you don't have, your name is on it. Sure. You guys are Tom and Tom. Right. But like, this is not like at the end of the day, Lisa Vanderpump could buy out Tom and tom a million times over and tom tom would still be named tom tom and still be fine yeah like you know what i'm saying yeah so tom tom i think like first of all lisa vanderpump is not an idiot right so that she's gonna handle it the exact way that she should schwartz and sandy's is their endeavor like yeah and when your names are on it like that like you should say something yeah Okay. There is another tactic to not saying anything at all, but when it's on this level and the thing about Schwartz and Sandy's is that they are depending on the fan base to support that, that restaurant for Tom, sure. Tom and sir and pump and Villa Rosa. They're not depending on sir was doing just fine before Vanderpump rules started. Right. Even the few times Katie and I have gone to sir, I've never once been like, where are the cameras where are the employees that like right would it have been cool to see jacks behind the bar and like have lala seat you and like that kind of stuff sure yeah but, like when all of that was happening they weren't really big yet that's why all of them stopped being on the show like, right they don't need the show anymore right but like <laughs> the funny thing is is that dad and ayla went to sir and Raquel was their waitress and they said she really is stupid <laughs> like I was like is she dumb or is she just dumb on the show and Ayla was like there's not a lot going on up there <laughs> dang what a bummer what a bummer and I was like that's so sad because like I feel bad for people like that <laughs> yeah and last my last question about this that I have on my list for you is um how cool was it to see Kristen with Ariana I was, I mean, no, I'm, I don't think I would say it was cool. Here's the thing. Kristen is a vulture. <laughs> Kristen is a vulture of an individual. So am I surprised that she was over there? No, because Kristen wants the tea bad. True. Wor worse than, worse than like, she wants to support Ariana. Yeah. Like she wants to know what's going on. She wants to know that and she wants to watch Sandoval burn in hell. And she wants to be seen. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like she Kristen wants performative. To be yeah. 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 So, I mean, it was, I, I think it was 
good to see them all like truly supporting her. But again, I just think that speaks to the person that Ariana is. True. Because they weren't all, and like, just like with Britney, they all love Britney. Yes. Yeah. So the same thing happened when Britney and Jax were having problems. Like they all rallied around Britney. Mm-hmm. But when Kristen and Carter broke up, nobody cared. Right. Crickets. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Honestly, when Katie and Schwartz got divorced, really, who cares? Yeah. Every episode, Chris, uh, Katie's talking to Lala. Yeah. Which, okay. But where's Stassi? Where's Kristen? Where's, you know, these people who have been your besties? Where are they? Yeah. Because they're not around. No. I wonder if they'll bring any of those folks back. I know that they've just been bringing them back to watch what happens live, but the problem like, and do I think that it's an excuse to bring them back for their problematic behavior ahead that got them all fired? No, Mm -hmm. I don't. You can't go backwards like that. Yeah. But along that same token, you got to cut Sandoval. Yeah. The problem is that Sandoval is what's make making the show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a wild wild five days six days however many days the thing is that i'm so invested and it has nothing to do with me yeah well i mean raquel said in her statement she was like i apologize to the people who have so much invested in all of our relationships like she's understanding that we are all invested you know the thing is that while i am invested like does it personally affect me no right but so do you need to apologize to me? No, but I do think you should have done a better apology to Ariana. Yeah. And the fact that Sandoval did not include her in his initial statement is wild. Like, do you even care about this girl at all? That's the part that I can't wrap my brain around. Like, yeah. do you even care about her? Because everybody is so blindsided by this whole thing because they thought that you guys were like, on the same page about everything yeah and then he's like well we were having problems blah 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 and yeah, I'm like, you don't know how many years it's been i'm like uh, like, what? okay what? and i get it like maybe you don't want to be the couple who's airing their problems out but that's what you sign up for mm-hmm. yeah you signed up to expose your lives yeah i don't know wild man yeah for sure sorry everyone <laughs> that was a long time of us talking yeah about a reality tv show but it has been my deep obsession yeah only because it's just it's just like never ending yeah hey but guess what so over the last like week mm-hmm. i have been involved in two different police car chases you have been chased by the police twice i have not been i have been involved in so one of them i was driving home maybe friday night i can't remember i was driving home and i was uh, like pulling auntie and I was like, what's this car like is really like getting into my lane weird. And I was like, and then a, and a car was like right on its tail, like a, another car. And it was a weird speed. They weren't like zooming, but they were going at an odd speed to me as because I, I was going on 30 and I was taking my exit to get to 820. Okay. And so I was just moving over into that right hand lane. And I was like, and so then those cars like kind of sped 
past us and they were going to go south like I was. And I was like, dang it, what are these guys doing? Like, they're they're not driving safe. And I was like all upset about it <laughs> and like followed auntie. And then all of a sudden at the last minute, the, the front, the truck zooms off to go north and the car follows right behind it. And the car behind it, I noticed has its flashers on. And I was like, that's weird. And I was like, well, I'm glad that they're not going my way. And then coming up on, on my left are police cars going and following them. And I was like, what the heck? That was a police chase. And then Sunday night, as I was leaving Tannehill's Tavern, um, I was like turning onto another road and like right coming at, at me was another car just speeding. And this is like in this kind of the stockyards area, people typically go pretty slow there. It's like kind of a quiet little neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, and police cars were just going and one police car was going around to like cut them off and stuff. It was crazy. That's wild. Yeah. That never in my life. I've been on this earth for 50 years. Never have I been involved in any sort of police activity like that. And all of a sudden twice in a week. You were deeply involved. Yeah. Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) anyways you want to do some thanks for the memories we're just going from obsessions to thanks for the memories what about what have you been up to what have you been up to as a police chase oh yeah no yeah we do have what have we been up to sorry (laughs) but thanks for the memories was right right below my uh sandoval schwartz stuff oh so i mean sandoval ariana stuff uh hey what have you been up to (laughs) Um, well, I went on a little girl's trip. Oh, yes. At the end of the month. In the beginning, of, middle of February. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to um, Disneyland for three days. We flew out Friday night. We came home Sunday night. So two days. Mm-hmm. It was a wild, a wild weekend. What What all did you guys do? So we had park hopper passes. So we went back and forth between both parks mm-hmm. on Saturday and Sunday. And yeah. we left at like 2, 2.30-ish on Sunday. Which, what are the two parks? Disneyland and California Adventure. Okay. So we went between the two and uh, we took Sweet Little Noodle with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, Noodle is of the opinion that she does whatever she wants. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. But is not very conducive to um, amusement parks. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So it was, luckily, Disneyland is obviously created for that atmosphere. You Mm -hmm. know, it was the Disney 100 celebration. So we saw like a cool parade. Not nearly of the scale and caliber that they once were, in my humble opinion used to be way better mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was cute they had all the characters we watched um like a stage show of tangled like a quick little goofy play about it cute it was very cute um we thought that courtney was gonna get to meet rapunzel and then she didn't come out and so courtney was a bit devastated and i was gonna say man that had to rip her little heart out i know i felt i was so sad i was like oh no it's a we <laughs> We can figure out where to meet her. Uh, the line to meet Tinkerbell was 45 minutes long. So we, <laughs> Katie, so Katie also was like, devastated. Yeah. Um, so th- we were a bit derailed there. 
we did get pixie dusted finally it's been my wish for like the last three or four times we've gone to disneyland we finally got pixie dusted nice um but then we were all covered in glitter for like two days mm-hmm. <coughs> um we watched this super cool so universal studios does um and it actually like made me tear up when we watched it at universal studios there's a big water fountain area in in universal studios not island of adventure mm-hmm. and on the water feature they'll spray the water up like the bellagio kind of yeah and then they project images on it right. and it'll be like jurassic park and transformers and et and all this stuff so disney for the 100 they did world of color and they had this fountain in california adventure and they lit that up and they projected like pocahontas and uh and what's that one that everybody likes Encanto. oh uh-huh um and they it's like a bunch of ratatouille and stuff and it was all about like you know change changes change starts with you and like that kind of thing mm-hmm. you know the cutesy little messages but it just it was really good right on um i had one very sleepy asleep noodle on me the whole Aww. time um but sh- but it was it was so good and so that was courtney's wish she wanted to see that so we did um and then we got a mickey pretzel as per usual nice uh katie's wish was she wanted to try all of the disney 100 food which is impossible (laughs) (laughs) so we did try quite a few valiant effort was made they made a valiant effort katie and courtney did a tiktok where they they kept getting these different drinks so they kept getting the disney 100 drinks that was much more attainable than all the food Mm -hmm. so they uh would like clink their yes every time Uh and they they tried some good ones that's awesome and we had some very delicious food um we went on so the yellow submarine ride is now finding nemo oh sweet so we took noodle on that she was love she loved that we probably could have ridden that 20 times and she would have been happy Mm -hmm. and we did like the haunted mansion and pirates of the caribbean and how'd she do with those because they're kind of in the dark she does fine okay cool yeah she does fine on those she actually was kind of falling asleep on a haunted mansion (laughs) um so we did all of those and then we just we just kind of like played around it was very it was very fun it's very chill relaxed version of going we weren't like running racing around to like different rides and doing all that kind of stuff we just were kind of enjoying ourselves Mm -hmm. we did significantly less shopping than i thought we would do (laughs) yeah um and i couldn't find the ears that i wanted so i didn't buy any new ears this time i wanted the disney 100 ears yeah because they're purple and silver oh cute and they i couldn't find them anywhere Mm -hmm. i did to be honest i didn't really look that hard (laughs) yeah but we went through one sweep of the big store in downtown disney and that was it Mm -hmm. um and then so sunday we needed our parking validated mm-hmm. so we didn't have to pay 64 dollars to park our car yeah um so we stopped at the candy store in downtown disney and just got a ton of candy nice and treats um right before we went to the airport and then mm-hmm. got the parking validated right on um so but it was fun it was such a good time although i almost cried in the airport saying bye to courtney oh <laughs> even though i'm gonna see her in three weeks when she's here for taylor swift but yeah I just was like, it just, I just love Courtney. (laughs) And so I just want her with me all the time. Yeah. And so I was sad to have to say bye to her at the airport. (laughs) But who did we get to the airport by the skin of our teeth? Like we got there, we dropped off the rental car. I will say 
Enterprise LAX. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. When yeah. we got there, mm-hmm. there was like um, a, quite a few people, but they had six people at the desk. So mm-hmm. we literally like got up Katie and Tirza were like, well, because we landed about an hour before Courtney. So Tirza and Katie were like, well, we'll just go sit over here with Noodle. Let her run around while you get the car. Well, by the time I, they had like put down the bags, I was already like checked in and ready to go walk out to the car. Yeah. So we walked out to the car. We handled all of that. They went and picked out the car seat. We got all of that set up. Um, then we still had some time. So uh, you might be familiar. There is an in and out maybe 10 minutes from the LAX airport. Uh-huh. So we're like, let's go to In-N-Out. Okay, well, everybody and their mom was at that, like, almost um, the level of when they open a brand new In-N-Out in Texas. Yes. That is what that line looked like. Wow. It was wrapped around the building, out into the parking lot. The parking lot is full, inside, jam-packed full of people because finally I was like, I'm just going to park the car and I'm going to run inside and get the food. Like, we're not going to sit in this line. Mm-hmm. So I ran inside, got the food. They were very quick, obviously. But like, I mean, packed in like sardines. Oh, man. And I was like, I'm aware that this is the in and out by the airport. But like LAX, if you don't know, is right in the middle of LA. Mm-hmm. Like if there's it the normal town is around it like yeah you could go anywhere and it's not the only in and out in the vicinity but holy cow (laughs) (laughs) so courtney was like landed and i was like we're still we're still at in and out yep sorry and then like courtney landed at about 10 30 bumper to bumper trying to get her from that terminal wow like so many people so we finally we we acquire courtney and then absolutely no traffic on the 405 none (laughs) none we got to disneyland in like 20 minutes i've never in my life have been on the (laughs) freeway that fast that's awesome we stayed at the um the fairfield at the gate so we literally walked across the street um you know there's like the mcdonald's and the denny's and stuff that's all right there yep mm-hmm. um so our part our hotel was literally behind the mcdonald's so we just walked across the street to go to the park cool and so when we went back on saturday for our mid-afternoon nap all of us <laughs> um, <laughs> it was just a quick little jaunt we usually stay at the convention center like one of those hotels uh-huh um and, and it's about a mile right yeah yeah if not maybe a mile and a half like, yeah so that's a bit of a jaunt and we were not going to do that with a one-year-old. Right. So, and honestly, the price was not that different. So cool. we just stayed there. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Katie um, really wants to stay at the Camel. I think it's called the Camelot Hotel. It looks like a castle. Right. Um, it's always sold out. Aww. Every time we go to LA, it's always sold out. One of the times we're going to book it far enough in advance that I can get us that hotel. You you should probably like book the hotel and then be like, hey, guess what? We're going. Right. You know what I, I mean? mean it, and it's right there, too. So I understand like why people do it like mm-hmm. for the aesthetic and because it's right there. And, you yeah. know, the other thing is, is like, was it the nicest hotel we've ever stayed in? No, 
Because those hotels right there are so old. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're as old as Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, they've, <laughs> they've been there the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. so it's literally like the drive up motels and like the, obviously the convention center ones are nicer because they're the convention center and they're like remodeled and stuff, you know? Yeah. But like, uh, these these ones that are like i kind of forgot what it was like to stay at a hotel where you walk outside to get to your room yeah yes and i was like this is so like that's part of the appeal that i think of cabana bay yeah like when we used to go to universal because it has that still like kitschy 70s 80s family vacation feel mm-hmm. and i was very much like transported a little bit to like an early 90s like family vacation yeah we're like walking outside and so when we would walk out in the morning like noodles obviously like walking with us and she would like look out and she'd like wave to people in the parking lot it was so (laughs) cute so Uh, she's adorable um yeah she really is so and then she's um she's learned a new thing noggin nice so you say noggin then she like leans her head against yours it's so cute 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 the other thing that we did is at california adventure there's the art of animation Mm -hmm. studio and uh there's turtle talk with crush nice so we went to that and then these little kids are asking crush these questions and it was so cute that's adorable and so it was he'd be like you so totally rock and then the whole crowd was supposed to say dude and you could tell these little kids were like what and he was like we'll get there we'll get there um so it was cute we did we did the cute things like that you know this time it uh-huh. wasn't so much like space mountain everything also for the record the best kept secret right now is that splash mountain is still going at disneyland very cool like everybody's like splash mountain closed people are selling like thousands of dollars worth of alleged splash mountain water on ebay we're like walking by and the beignet bar was closed. So I was devastated because that's all I want is beignets all the time. It's also the mint julep bar. So I wanted a mint julep and a beignet. They're Mickey Mouse shaped. <laughs> but and no. That's closed because they're remodeling, supposed to be remodeling Splash Mountain to like Tiana's Palace and like then they were going to do Tiana's stuff in the mm-hmm. New Orleans Square. We walk by and Courtney's like, uh, did you guys just see it? people go down splash mountain and i was like no way and she was like no i think so and we were walking towards star wars because little known fact the best coffee in all of disneyland is in star wars so (laughs) we were walking to star wars to go get coffee (laughs) and um as we're walking by you walk by splash mountain and then there was like a shoot of people coming down and another one coming around the corner and i was like I thought this ride was closed. Well so, then. Courtney was like, this is the greatest kept secret Disneyland has ever had. <laughs> like, and I'm blowing it. Um, so if you want to ride Splash Mountain, you can still do that at Disneyland. <laughs> Very cool. I love it. We rode Winnie the Pooh and I forgot about the Heffalumps and Woozles. Oh, oh. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shoot, girl. <laughs> like I wasn't prepared. Anyways, <coughs> it was a great time. And uh, that's really all I've been up to since since then. That is super cool. Well, um, I went for a state park visit. Uh, I think the same weekend that you guys were in um, in in Disneyland. And uh, it was really, really fun. Um, Fairfield State Park, Fairfield Lake State Park is closing um, because it was bought. It was 
uh, land leased from a private company, like a um, utility company. Mm-hmm. And um, they sold it to a private uh, a builder. And they are going to, they're closing the state park. The builder wouldn't renew the lease with the state park. And um, they are building a gated golf community <laughs> where the state park was. So I'm sure people have opinions on that. They sure do. So um, me and Jeff and Dustin went down on a Sunday. Uh, this is a couple hours away. So we got up real early in the morning and t- took the drive down to Fairfield Lake State Park. And um, it was beautiful. It like went fishing and I, I brought my book and I sat and read and it was just a gorgeous, beautiful day to spend in the state park. And um, so Auntie inspired me. She bought for one of her friends a um, a Costco uh, subscription membership for membership. a year for Christmas. Yeah. And uh, when we were camping out at Cedar Hill State Park, Jeff was saying that he wanted to get a state park pass and he was like, oh, I'll get it, you know, like maybe with my tax return or whatever. And so um, while we were there, I was like, hey, let's get Jeff a state park pass for his birthday. So nice. Yeah. So we surprised him with that. And he was like, what? No, what? Well, you know, like he was freaking out. So we got him the pass. He's already used it like every weekend since we got him. For him. Nice. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, no message us. And he'll be like, hey, I'm going to whichever, you know, Cleburne State Park. We have so many state parks right here in the Metroplex. So it was really cool. We went to that one and we went to Fort Parker, um, which was just like maybe an hour away. And then we made our way up back and through. Um, and it was just, it was a lovely Sunday. We got back, I don't know, maybe at five o'clock in the afternoon. And they're really cool. Fort Parker was actually pretty neat with, um, it was an old like army fort and it's got all of these little cabins along, along this like stream. And so there's like family cabins, there's like a baseball field, you know, I I think that's one of the best things about state parks is that they're all like, who would think that you'd have like a baseball field in the middle of a state park, you know, like, (laughs) or, or one of them, another, there's a fort. Mm, I can't remember what it's called, but it's up like out 199, like on the way out to Andrea's. Um, and it's an old army fort and it's got like big, like the barracks and the hospital room and the, all of the cool stuff. And you're like, dang, these are like all pretty awesome. And then you might have a little tiny, like Colorado bend is this really tiny, tiny state park. And it actually only has, um, uh, like peck in, peck out camping spots. It doesn't have like drive in, like electricity and water and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's in a, uh, like a dark sky area. So it's what really a super popular state park. Uh, and it's little teeny tiny. And I mean, they're just, they're all so cool and so diverse. And I love that. And it's the hundred year anniversary of the state parks in Texas. And so then we met a girl at the Fairfield, uh, Fairfield Lake state park that was trying to spend a hundred days in the parks uh, for the hundredth anniversary. So, and there's like 96 of them. 86 of them? I can't remember. But basically, it would be every weekend and maybe a couple of days, you know, like maybe she would go out on Friday, come back on a Sunday. But there's like, so when we go to Big Bend in May, when we're coming back, 
we can hit like, I don't know, like seven state parks just on the drive back. So if you map it out, right, you can, you could knock them, knock them all out in a year. <laughs> you know, in the house bunny, when she's talking about the mice, Emma, Emma Stone is talking about like a bring your own mouse party. And then Anna Ferris is like, her eyes are glazing over. Yeah. And Emma Stone's like, everybody's eyes do that. <laughs> I have to try so hard not to do that when you're talking about being outside. <laughs> like, I know. I'm well aware that there are plenty of people who are like very invested in being outside in like state parks and stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like. They're just these beautiful natural areas that. And you know, I love that for people who want to do that. <laughs> but like I so desperately do not want to be involved in that that I'm just like. I feel bad. Like, I'm like, don't let your eyes glaze over. Like, I'm invested in what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm so afraid that I'm just going to be like. Because <laughs> I'm like, please, God, don't ask me to go to these. Well, there's <laughs> cabins. You could stay in a cabin. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be outside. <laughs> What's the difference between a cabin and a hotel? Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't even have time to unpack that right now. <laughs> I mean, there's a bed, there's a kitchen, there's a bathroom. Okay, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> the activities that happen there, I guess, could exactly. be a big difference. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. When I go to a hotel, no one is expecting me to then trek like 13 miles to go do something. Oh my gosh, it's not 13 miles. Okay, that was an exaggerated number. You're correct, but it still is some number of hiking. <laughs> okay, fine fine and I, I i don't want any part of that okay all right well i'm not gonna ask you to go to state parks with me fine i'll just do that uh with my pals great thank you i'm so glad we've established that <laughs> so and jeffrey lord has enjoyed his birthday present i am that makes me so happy and his I, birthday is actually this saturday i'm very happy that all of you enjoy your little thing and this is the cute little club that you have and i i love it i love it for you i love the pictures that you guys all post i think it's so cute yeah i don't want to be involved yeah so friday oh well uh, we'll get to this weekend what's going on this weekend but last friday i went for mandy han's birthday her birthday was last Saturday, went over to a place called The Holly, a wine bar in uh, Fort Worth. Okay. And uh, so we had those big, huge storms that came through on Thursday night. Yep. They were really terrible. They knocked power out of a lot of places. So all of the, the that main south side, so main, what is it? Soma? Yeah. South main area um, where like the bearded lady and the tarantula tiki lounge and all that stuff, all of it blacked out. The only business that had power to it, the Holly. <laughs> on Thursday? On, on Friday night. I was there on Friday night. Where? On that street. They all had power. Which which side of the street were you on? I don't know. Where you the were? The side where you're going to be before you go to the Amber Room. Okay. Did some of those have? I thought they all, I thought that side of the street was all dark too. No. Okay. The ice cream place was open. Oh, okay. So, but like the other side of the street where the bearded lady and stuff power all out. So, um, but it was, there were some DJs there and it was like an eighties dance party and it was, it was so much fun. We all, we danced. It was all of the people in Mandy's band and their partners. And, um, we ran into some friends while we were there 
And um, it was a really good time. I met a girl who was playing chess and she was like, I think I want to like do a chess club here. And she's like, it'll be, you know, like super fun. And and her partner was like, we are such nerds. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. No, it was, it was adorable. It was a really good time. I had a lot of fun uh, that day. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Now do you want to do some things for the memories? I'm just, you were skip. We have a routine. I know. Then you were skipping all over the place. I know. I'm so sorry. It was because my notes were out of order. So I do want to do things for the memories, but it's a time now. I think it's time now. Okay. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Yeah. I just needed to know. Yeah. Okay. Things for the memories. Let me tell you something. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm ready. I am so ready. Oh, let me readjust. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, the thing is, let's see. Where did we last leave off? <laughs> where did we last leave off, friends? Uh, I think the last time we were here in this room, I had been going on a couple of dates with a guy. That did not work out. Okay. Yeah. that That is where we were at. Then... When we were guests on Jerry Jones Town Massacre, I told everybody about the horrible, terrible date that I went on. And so then I had almost like, (coughs) I'd almost called it for a little bit. I was like, I just can't do this right now. Yeah. Need a break. But I was perusing through Bumble and I met, I matched with someone and we, he was like, Hey, like, we were having good banter and he was like, let's like meet up. Yes. Perfect. Great. We make a plan. We go out to a, uh, place, a bar on Magnolia mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. That date goes very well. Nice. Um, and so we make plan. We keep talking to each other. We're having great conversation throughout the week. He sends me a message. He's like, Hey, do you have time for me this last week? I'm like, He's like Thursday or Friday, maybe. And I was like, let's do Friday. Well, and then he was like, okay, let's do Friday. Then we'll tentatively plan, like, maybe we'll see each other on Thursday. Okay. Okay, fine. Great. Um, Thursday, obviously, there's humongous storms, so there's nothing anywhere going on. <laughs> right. Um, even though I went to Target afterwards and went shopping. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Friday, we are... Like, I come racing home from um work so i can change and get ready and you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. and then we i'm like we still haven't decided like where we're going what we're doing just that we're gonna go out right and so i he was he was like let's you know let's go somewhere for food so i'm like okay what are you feeling like eating all week he'd been wanting tacos all of a sudden friday he doesn't want tacos Mm -hmm. fine Um, so I start naming off all these places that we can go to. And I was like, you know, if you want barbecue, we can go to Heim. If you want pizza, we can go to Cane Rosso. If you want, um, like bar food, we could go to, I'm really glad we didn't say the bearded lady because apparently they didn't have power. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I was like, I'm naming off all these places. I was like, we could go to Cat City. We, so I'm like, you know, I don't care. Wherever you want to go is fine because mm-hmm. you're the one who's new here. I eat at these places all the time. It doesn't bother me. I could eat any of this. Mm-hmm. So he finally is like, let's go to Cat City and then we'll go to the Amber Room. Because when we had initially met up, he gave me a list of bars that he was like, I want to go to all of these places. 
pick one pick one of these Mm -hmm. and one of them was the amber room and one of them was twilight and the third one was where we went (laughs) um because i was like i mean we could go to the amber room we could go to twilight i it was a wednesday so i'm like i have no idea what's going on at twilight tonight Mm -hmm. but like we go to twilight or we could go you know i've never been to this other place and he was like let's go there then since none of us neither one of us have been there Mm -hmm. anyway so we go to cat city right yeah love cat city yeah but then i knew we were gonna go to the amber room after so he's like are you gonna uber or are you gonna drive and i was like if we were only going to cat city i would drive but since i would do anything than have to park in front of wishbone and flint yeah i will uber Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i ubered to cat city and then you know, we get there. Then that's when I'm gasping outside the restaurant because I've just seen the news. Yeah. And so, uh, he like pulls up and he's like, like, he's like, Hey, and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, (laughs) but I was like, but unless you also know the intricacies of this, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine. I just like, but I just sent the text off to you guys. Yeah. So I was like, I've just opened this can of worms and like now I have to go be on a date. <laughs> yep. So anyways, you know, we go and we're sitting in there and the whole time we're sitting in there, he's kind of just like, what I assume people probably, okay, actually this just thought dawned on me. How I feel and talk about being outside is how this dude is talking about being inside Cat City. Like, hmm. he almost can't be bothered with it. And I was like, first of all, you picked the restaurant. Yeah. Like, and while I mostly go to all of these places for breakfast, brunch, right. mm-hmm. I was like, my food is delicious, but it's, you know, like on, I mean, I will give you that on a Friday night, it's full of like legitimately elder people. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's very subdued in there and like, it's not really like even at the bar there, everybody in this place is older than us. Gotcha. Okay. But this man is five years older than me. Okay. So he's like pushing, fitting in with all of these people. Right. And so I was like, like this just, he just kept making these remarks and I was like, oh God, I've lived here too long because I'm getting like offended Yeah, by the way that you're talking about this. And I'm like, five years ago, this wouldn't have bothered me. I would have been like, have your opinions, I guess. Like, yeah. But I'm just like, ah, don't talk about my, my favorite spots like this, you know? Right. So then, uh, because he's from a place where public transportation is very big and like you can walk a lot of places, He's like, well, how far away is the Amber Room? Can we walk there? And I was like, I mean, yes, you, we can. It's not like it's impossible. You know, we'll just walk down Magnolia. To, it only took us 20 minutes. Okay. We'll walk down Magnolia until we get to Maine and then we'll just walk straight down Maine. But like this Magnolia Maine joint is a bit sketch, just so you know. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, but I had a sneaking suspicion he was going to want to do that. So I wore my Vans on the date. Cute. I mean, I wear my Vans anyway, but but good idea. I was like, you're going to try to make me walk somewhere. So I might as well wear some comfy walking shoes. So uh, we walked to the Amber Room 
And then we get inside the Amber Room and it's, of course, like popping. Yeah. Also, the Amber Room, not very big. Right. So like there's, you know, we're kind of like surveying it and like what are we going to do? And then um, I tried an espresso martini. I like those. It was the nastiest thing I've ever had in my entire life. Really? Horrific. And I almost didn't order it because I saw zero espresso machine anywhere in this place. I was like, I don't see, I don't see the coffee. Huh. And I wasn't standing there when they made the drink. So I didn't watch it get made. But what I was told is that it was just a bunch of syrups that got it added in. Mm. And no like physical cold brew, nothing like uh-huh. nothing. Uh huh. Yeah. I also have many questions about which vodka got poured into it. Cause I'll tell you what, it wasn't Tito's. Right. So I was like, like I couldn't even drink it. It was so bad. Oh no. <laughs> so then he drank it. And then he's like, why don't you just order another drink? Like, just go pick something else out. And I was like, I'm like now terrified because I'm already like, I don't like to drink. I don't like the way alcohol tastes ever. Yeah. (laughs) But like, and I wasn't like in the, I hadn't thought, I hadn't thought this is what I used to do in college. This is so stupid. This is what I used to do in college. I would spend the entire day thinking to myself, you're going out with your friends tonight. You're going to the bar. You have to drink. You're going out with your friends tonight. You're going out to the bar. You have to drink. Not that I had to drink, but like if I wanted to, I had to tell myself all day long, this is not going to be horrible tasting. Right, right, (laughs) right. Yeah. And like, I don't like the feel. I don't like feeling tipsy. I don't like feeling drunk. I don't like dealing with like, I just don't like it. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll order another drink. So I go up and I'm like, um, I've already forgotten the name of the drink, but I remember that the drink has the name Buddha in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm going to remember that. And there's no fit. Like there's like three physical menus. Everything else is on your phone. So I go up to the bar. The guy's like, finally, it's my turn. He's like, what do you want? And I was like, um, I can't remember what it's called, but I know it's got the word Buddha in it. And he's like, you're going to have to figure it out because I don't know what you're talking about. And how I many was, drinks with buddha are there right and so i'm like so then this kind person in front of me who's sitting at the bar who has the bar menu is like here it is and then he comes back to me and he's like did you figure it out and i was like it's called the big fat buddha like mm-hmm. and he's like oh yeah and i was like i hate you yeah like i literally never want to come back here again mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he makes it for me we go sit down I take one sip and it's horrible. What the heck? It's terrible. And I was like, the the ingredients on this all sounded like things that would be that would be good. Yeah. They they make sense together. They make sense together. It's flavor combinations. I like it's a drink that I like. This should have been a safe bet for me. Yeah. I was almost at the point of being like, can you just make me a lemon drop and I'll just do a shot real quick because you can't mess that up too badly. Right, right, right. But I was like, I (laughs) like, and obviously I know people who probably know 
who are listening to this probably know who the bartender is. And so I don't want to say that perhaps he was just a bad bartender, but that is my feeling. <laughs> well, and, and, and it could be true. Cause I, uh, I went to a place the other night and, uh, well, anyways, the bartender made the experience terrible. I hated it. I don't, I don't ever want to go back there cause I don't like that bartender. Yeah. And I, and I was like, I just like, I don't, I, I've, <laughs> I was so flabbergasted. And then I think that the dude that I was with was like, what is your problem? Like, why do you have a problem with every drink that you order? Mm -hmm. And like, I felt bad that I didn't want the espresso martini. And so I paid for my big fat Buddha. Yeah. And he was like, we have a tab. It's okay. And I was like, no, I feel bad. Like I ordered a drink that I didn't drink and like he drank it. So it wasn't a problem, but I still, I felt bad. And so I was like, I'll just pay for my drink. It's like not that big of a deal. Yeah. And uh, also, I don't know his last name. So how am I going to say what tab it's under? Right. <laughs> um. So then I was like, like, I think he was kind of like, what, what is your problem? Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, look, I don't like, I don't really love drinking. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, and I was like, wine is fine champagne this is then i sound all bougie i'm like wine's great champagne's great i just don't like like liquor yeah well i mean and that's fair there's lots of people who you know they like they'll sip on a a glass or two of wine throughout the whole evening and they're just fine yeah you know yeah so and the conversation was fine but oh oh there's a but so this is where i struggle because and this is probably the realest i've ever been about thanks for the memories okay on paper this dude is a perfect right he's he's perfect yeah he's everything he can provide me the life that i want like he can he would be a good stable life partner yeah i was so bored (laughs) really I was so like, I, I was like, I don't, like something is missing here. And for days I couldn't put my finger on it. For for days I couldn't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like at the end of the night, like I could tell he was like wanting to put the moves and I was like, not at all. Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, that's probably not the greatest sign in the world. Yeah. But then I was like, why? Like, like this should be going well. Right. Like, this is like a logical good match. Yeah. And I was like, like, he thinks I'm funny and chill. Not, well, he did say, (laughs) he, uh, on our first date, he was like, can I ask you something? And I was like, sure. And he's like, if you're so chill and like, you're so happy and positive all the time, like, why are you single? And I was like, yikes yeah i am not so chill and positive and happy all the time (laughs) like for the record like let's just be very clear yeah i'm a walking ball of anxiety like 97 percent of the time yeah and i did say that and he was like okay like let's dive into that like what does that mean what does that look like for you and i was like you wouldn't know like right you wouldn't know unless i told you yeah like i'm literally having a panic attack right now yeah you just won't i experience them all the time i'm not like a gasping for breath 
I'm dying kind of panic attacker. It's just more of like I'm going to lose my mind for the next like five minutes. I'm going to spiral out of control and then I'm going to reel it back in. Yeah. Put it back in its little box when it's lit and like it'll be fine. So I like I did appreciate that in our in our couple of dates and conversations throughout the whole time that we've been like getting to know each other they've been very real and very honest conversations right and so I was like okay this is good this is good like this is I'm like being I'm saying I'm verbalizing what I want like this is all it's all going fine and then we were on the date and I just was like something's missing yeah could you figure it out like what was missing so I think what was missing started when we were walking past, like as I was reflecting on it. So we were walking from Cat City to the Amber Room, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're walking down Magnolia and we're looking at all the restaurants and I'm telling him about all these different places. We're looking at Seneca because they were doing the glass blowing and yeah. I was like telling him how we did a thing at there one time for the Christmas party. And he's like, oh, and then we walk by free play. And he's like, what is that? Like, that looks like a cool rooftop bar. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's free play. It's so cool. They've got all these arcade games in there. Like, we should totally go sometime. And he was like, it's arcade games. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but like, I promise it's cool. <laughs> and like, probably there was a point in my life where I would have had the same kind of, re- no, I've always liked arcade games. Yep. Like, you always have. <clears throat> like, they're, I don't know. So at first I was like, okay, I mean, that kind of sucks, but okay. Mm -hmm. And, but then I realized that like, and I was telling Ruthie about it today. So it's now taken me almost a week to like process, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I felt like I had to be like, I could be real and like truthful, but I, at the same time had to be very like sophisticated and very like refined Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just don't, I can't imagine coming home from work one day. Like, let's just say it's like a random Thursday. We've gone to work. We've gone to the gym, like whatever we get home. And I'm like, man, we don't have anything to do. Let's go race go-karts. Yeah. And him being like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I think was missing. Gotcha. That like spontaneous, like, let's go do something fun aspect of it yes yeah the excitement for life part right that I was like I can understand like you have a stressful job I have a stressful job so at the end of the day you want us to go have like a nice dinner with somebody whose company you enjoy but like I want to have fun yeah this is it this I want your one life I want to do fun things yeah I want to work hard and I want to play hard yep and like I just couldn't see that aligning like what I really like this is where I got to today I got to the point where I was like honestly I couldn't see me being like hey we're gonna go do Christmas with my family and we my aunt has planned this whole thing of minute to win it games and number one we need to win but number two like I want you to enjoy it and I think that he just would be like I'll do that for you but like also judging it the whole time which is fine because we are crazy yeah but like I couldn't see him like making jokes at quiplash or doing like any of these things and I'm like I can't see how you'll integrate into all the things that I hold dear right like they're important to me yeah 
starting with the city that you love. Right. And so I was like, <laughs> I just like, what? <laughs> yeah. So that was like a little bit disheartening because I just was like, I, I guess I hadn't realized how much, you know, this whole time I've been striving for like, I just want somebody who will be stable, who will like, like I can have this like sense of this lifestyle that I want. Like Mm -hmm. it will be fine. I can have the white house and the picket fence and like all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, I could see that, but I just was like, but where's the fun part? Yeah. 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 And so that was like a weird realization for me. Would he sit and play apples to apples with your siblings until you guys are just side splitting laughing? Right. I was like, I just can't see like when Brian and Nick are having some like crazy conversation, hypotheticals of you being like teeheeing with them. Yeah. Would you get that? Oh, you meant jokes. Right. And I'm like, I just, or if I'm like, Hey, we're going on sibling vacation you know this is how we do it and him mm-hmm. being like we need a different room on a different floor yeah and i'm yeah. gonna be like that's not gonna work for yeah. me <laughs> and, and any boys noise in your future no <laughs> yeah. so i just was like i i hadn't realized how important all of that was to me like i've always known it's important to me that they get along with my siblings right like that's number one important thing to me mm-hmm they're my best friends other than Allison. And it's important to me that you get along with them. But I hadn't realized like how much my value had changed into like, I'm just trying to, I just want a fun, happy life. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. and yeah, like, absolutely. So maybe that doesn't include this like ideal in my head. Like it, he checked all the boxes. Right. But I still was like, and like maybe he hadn't come out. Like Ruthie was like, so then text him one night and be like, let's go to Top Golf and see what yeah. he says. And yeah. if he's like, it's a school night, like I can't go, then like, then you have your answer. And she's yeah. like, you've just decided that's the answer. And I was like, I, because I think I already am right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you could try it. You could give it a little college try. Yeah. So, and, you know, he might surprise you. Maybe. Yeah. And, and I'm, you could say to him too that you know that over the past week that you realized that like fun is something that you you know really value in a relationship and and fun to you means this and and if he's like ah you know what that's that's just not me then then you can be like yeah all right gotta go yeah yeah so because that is so important and it that's a good job on putting that together and realizing that because you know like you're saying there there is a focus on you know he needs to do this that the other and not going you know what there's an element to that that I need that is like spontaneous fun and you know and hey let's hop in the car and ride up to Shields and check it out and you know just some yeah the spontaneous kind of fun thing where it's not going to a bar you know and yeah doing that thing so yeah and I know I get it for sure I was like I just hadn't I like you know I was talking about it with Katie on like Monday and I was like there's something I can't I hadn't figured it out yet on Mm -hmm. Monday and Mm -hmm. I was like I just don't I just don't know but there's some part of it missing and Katie was like you know like like uh, to Katie I, I said at one point I was like 
like I think he would have kissed me, but I ran and got in the Uber because I just was like, I'm just not there because I knew logically something was not. Yeah, something was missing all together. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm not there yet because I don't. And like, I, I don't know what something's going on here. And mm-hmm. so I'm not just going to like make out with you. Yeah. And have you all talked since then? We have. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I just was like. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So and like, you know, I was saying to Katie, I was like, I don't know, like he had this weird reaction to free play. And she's like, yeah, but Nick you know also probably wouldn't pick all these things and like but he does it and I was like yeah but Nick does it and he still has fun right yeah like maybe it wouldn't be his first pick to you know go do these things that we do all the time or whatever and I know he hates when we go on the vacations and we wear the matching shirts but he does it yeah and like I just couldn't see it like at all it wasn't like I wonder if he's gonna think that that's weird I was like he's gonna be like no (laughs) yeah yeah and that's uh not acceptable (laughs) yeah so anyways it was very it was it was an odd thing for me because I could see like the ideal future in my head that I was like oh my gosh this is gonna be perfect this is the life that I want yeah and then I was like no maybe not like yeah yeah because the the fun part of it and then so then that's when Ruthie was like well just just see like see if he he would go for that and then yeah she's like what's the worst case that happens and I was like I'm just right <laughs> like <laughs> yeah and that'll be a bummer because yeah when you see that this person does check all the boxes you know but there is one box that's left empty you know and there always is like compromise and stuff but you know, uh, that is one of the things that I say about the demise of one of my relationships is that our ideas of fun were just too different. I wanted to do this. He wanted to do that. And when it came, the, our versions, like really of happy were were different. The things that I wanted to do that filled my soul were different than the things that he wanted to do that filled his soul. And not having enough of that wasn't enough to keep the relationship together yeah and so it's important it's it's super important and I was uh <laughs> it's funny when you were saying you were bored I was like man I wonder if the like the conversations aren't like super fulfilling like I've been having the wildest conversations this week and they have been ha- so much fun even when I've been like combative <laughs> I think that like the conversations were fine yeah well like the other part of it is that I felt like I at some points I felt like I was being like interviewed yeah and I was like that's fine if that's like your dating style like I get it yeah but I was like I feel like all I'm doing is answering these like very these very like intense questions which Mm -hmm. is good like you want to get to know each other obviously but I was like I just don't I, I don't know where I was going with that the yeah. conversation wasn't boring. Like I was, I was, you know, there was, they, he makes me laugh and like, but I just was like, this is the problem. I, the problem I think is that I compare it to one of my friendships that is very fun mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. And like, we always are talking about like really crazy stuff and I just couldn't see those like I even tried at one point to like bring up some crazy like off the wall topic and he kind of just like changed it 
and i was like okay i mean that's fine Mm -hmm. but like i'm like why can't you just like banter with me over this yeah like man anyways anyway try a couple different things and if it doesn't work out it's okay yeah i'm kind of over it but (laughs) (laughs) like i'm not that invested anymore now that i've identified what the issue is but i was laughing because lisa was like how was it oh my gosh how was your date and i was like it was good and she was like oh you don't like him (laughs) that was like on tuesday and i was like i didn't say i didn't like him and she was like what happened (laughs) and she was like was he too nice to you i was like what because the thing is on monday when i was talking to ruthie she was like was he too nice to you and i was like why does everybody keep asking me that last (laughs) night i'm talking to aunt tracy and she's like well how was it and then she's like was he too nice to you and i was like (laughs) that's weird i was like okay i understand that that has been an issue in the past it has been an issue in the past where i'm like why are you so nice to me like stop why so nice yeah right like you can be a little mean to me. <laughs> but the, the, keep me guessing a little bit. <laughs> the game is a little fun. The game is a little fun, but I want you to be nice to me all of the time. I don't. <laughs> like, I just don't. I want you to basically worship the ground that I walk on. No. Could you please? That gives me the heebie-jeebies. Gives me everything that I want. Like No, that gives me yep. the heebie-jeebies. I need you to hold my hand. I need you to cuddle me. I need you to. You know what the, 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 so funny? Speaking of cuddling. Uh-huh. So one of the nights that we're just like talking to each other, he's like, so am I correct in assuming that you're like a warm and cuddly person? Whoop. And I was like. <laughs> I'm warm, not cuddly. I was like, <laughs> I don't think that anyone ever would have described me in what if you asked anybody important in my life to describe me the words warm and cuddly are not coming out of their mouths mm-hmm. and he was like oh and i was like i don't like being touched <laughs> no but you're the best baby in the whole wide world okay i hate that but <laughs> i was like i just and then you know then we have to have the conversation because it's always and i was like look i understand that this is important to other people i get that and like in like a in like a way where people who like don't understand social norms, but they understand social norms. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about physical touch. Yeah. I understand that it's important to other people, but it does not rank highly for me at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, we, uh, Terry and I were having a very good conversation this week about love languages and specifically physical touch as a love language. Um, and just, so interesting and i was like you know i was like there are people who that that doesn't even it doesn't even register on their love language scale if there was like 10 love languages if there was 100 love languages touch would be the very last one every single time i took the quiz and got one point in the (laughs) physical touch one point in physical touch yeah so and she was like i just that's so crazy to me and i was like yeah no i know and she was like you know what's funny though is that my love language is not physical touch but it's my husband's love language it's a lot of boys a lot of boys will tell you that their love language is physical touch i i understand yeah i understand that it is and i understand why it is and i understand all of that and i can it's not that i'm incapable of it right like like who's always saying how katie and i are always touching each other at concerts 
Everybody. <laughs> Every everybody. Everybody comments on it. They're always like, those two would never like don't touch each other at the concert. And I was like, um, you're welcome. <laughs> well, number one, it's I need to know where Katie is at all times because she's a baby. <laughs> yes. Number two, like Katie understands that like just holding my pinky is enough of a reassurance of where she is and that she's right there, that Mm -hmm. that's all I need. Yep. That's all. That's it. Mm -hmm. But like, but in those like social situations where I'm like overwhelmed already, like that is what I need. Right. But like, uh, so every time I say like, I just don't like it, then Katie or Courtney or whoever will be like, but you let us hug you you let us touch you You, and I'm like yes but that's because like I love you guys Mm -hmm. and I understand that that's what you need right (laughs) yeah yeah definitely it's not what I need yeah yeah anyway yeah so so interesting all right but I did I did giggle I actually sent it to the group chat I laughed so hard (laughs) I was like I don't know what part of any conversation that we've had had would imply that I am a very cuddly individual. Yeah. That's amazing. I was like, I have tricked this man <laughs> on a deep level. Do you want to play a couple of, uh, red Let's flags? do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, they're completely blind to all of your flaws. Love it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a famous musician also love it. Cool. <laughs> this is my ideal person so far. The red flag is. Oh where's my God. <laughs> that was such a visceral reaction. Okay, continue. They wear diapers because it's more convenient. Oh, that is horrific. <laughs> that is horrific. Yeah, I'm out. I am so out. And I that's terrible. But yeah, nope, I can't do it. Not because of like incontinence or anything like no. that. Like just the convenience of it. The convenience yeah, no. of it. The, he's just no. standing up there pooping his pants, a musician on p- stage because he can. <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 not no, for no, me. No. Okay. First of all, I've determined in this last week because I've been rooming patients mm-hmm. that I had no idea how much smell triggers me. Mm-hmm. But a variety of scents will make me just like absolutely gag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was talking about it to the girls at the front desk. And I was like, I am going to be for many reasons, but number one on the list of reasons that I am not going to be a great pregnant person is that the smells. Dude. Like when I'm on my period, the uh, smell of almost yeah. anything makes me want to vomit. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, I can't imagine then being trying to gestate a baby and smelling things. And it's the wildest things that will just trigger you. Like what for me, it was like a soap one time. And I was like, and your sweet daddy was like, I'll go get new soaps because it was like Irish spring or something. And he loved that soap. And I was like, I can't stand the smell of it. I'm going to puke all over the place. Yeah, it was the craziest. OK, creates shelters for the homeless. And that's adorable. It is an amazing dancer. Cute. Um, backseat driver. I actually can't stand that. I, w- I would probably be okay with a backseat driver. For the perks that you just listed off, no. A musician who ignores all my flaws, I could handle the backseat driver. True, true, but true. Like, uh, yeah. What you just lined up for me, no. Yeah. I also don't really want to be the driver the majority of the time. So if you want to drive, like, go for it. Yeah. But 
I can't stand when somebody is like the light's green. Yeah. The, there's no one else at the stop signs. Yeah. Yeah. You can just California roll your way right through that. And I'm how, like, how do you feel about the people who read the street signs as you pass them? I've never had that happen to me, but I think that would be absolutely atrocious. Your, your grandpa Anderson does it. Reads every street sign as you're driving with him. I've never noticed that. <laughs> the glass shattered. Now, the next time you drive with him. You'll be like, oh my gosh, he does do that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to handle that. <laughs> oh, golly, jeepers. Don't do this to me, people. Okay. Um, can multiply themselves, like in the Matrix. That's weird. Does it How say it? like in the Matrix? Nope. <laughs> Oops. I don't even know where it went. Someplace. But like, that's what I think of, like in the Matrix. That's a no. Pick a different one. That's dumb. <laughs> that's stupid. Okay, let's try another one. They own a magic carpet. Okay, now I'm on board. <laughs> okay, they're patient. Okay. <laughs> the red flag. They use way too much tongue. <laughs> oh my gosh, these are horrible. It says way, way, way too much tongue. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> gross yeah okay the last dude that i like had a physical interaction with uh-huh 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 way too much tongue Ugh. and i was like yuck look my tonsils are fine where they're at okay like <laughs> get, get, back it up a little <laughs> just a bit like okay. sir <laughs> okay uh you will never gain weight while you date them I don't know what that means. Um, darn it all straight to heck. Is a genie. Ooh, that would have gone good with the magic carpet. <laughs> um, next. Their body type is dumpster. <laughs> what does that mean? You're like a square? Like a square. Like a SpongeBob square pants. What an odd red flag. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about any of that. Okay. Let's do one more. Okay. 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 Um, let's see. And then we'll have a quick music minute and then we can wrap it up. Okay. They can talk to animals. Okay. Nice. Wouldn't it be great to know what your dogs are saying? No. Uh, they're a brain surgeon. Okay. Now I'm back in. <laughs> And the red flag is they cry themselves to sleep every night. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I couldn't handle it. I could not handle laying next to somebody who is crying themselves to sleep. I think this might go along with some of my aversion to physical touch. <laughs> but I also don't really handle other people's emotions very well. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So if I'm not crying myself to sleep every night, then you, I can't handle you crying yourself to sleep every night. Uh, I'm with Brain you. surgeon or not. Right. Well, unless like, is it like you have, well, no, you shouldn't be having that side of like a patient outcome that you're crying every night. So like, that's worse. Yeah. I take it back. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. No. All right. So on Sunday, this last Sunday, uh, I messaged you girls because I was at a place called Tannehill's Tavern. And um, have you heard much about Tannehill's Tavern in the stockyards? No. Okay. Let me tell you why. I don't want to ever go to the stockyards. Okay. 
So it's in Mule Alley. So it's in the little bougie new area of the stockyards. Yeah, Ruthie was telling me it looks great over there. It's like a river and stuff. Well, the river has always been there, but it was a dump. Like there was like shopping carts and people and stuff like dead bodies, whatever. You just you find whatever you needed down in that little stream. Wow. They've cleaned it all up. And it is really pretty. The Dover Hotel, Tannehills. Um, there's a biscuit bar. There's an Avoca coffee down there. It's cute. Um, and so, but Tannehills Tavern, super problematic. Tim loves one of the owners. He's a jerk to all of the people that work for him. Um, one of my friends, quick side note, uh-huh. one of my friends the other day, we were out to dinner and he remembered that one time I said how much you don't like Tim Love. <laughs> and he was like, but have you ever gotten to the bottom of why? And I was like, every time I bring up a Tim Love restaurant, she does go on a tangent about why, but I stop <laughs> listening. So I couldn't tell you. So now that I have listened actively, I need to text him like immediately and be like, okay, here's at least one reason. Yeah, yeah. If he would treat his staff better, I mean, he needs to be like Gordon Ramsay is a saint compared to Tim Love, and that Tim can't possibly be and true. Tim Love just like screws people out of stuff. Like he's a jerk. Okay, so anyways, I'm like don't want to do it. You know, people like have compared it to like there's been a lot of complaints about the way that it's set up. That there's not enough seating. That there's like it's mostly just standing room only. And just all of these complaints. So I've never wanted to go there. But Sunday evening, um, Silver Sun Pickups were playing a show. Yep. And uh, Dustin and I were sitting one night and we were looking at shows that we might want to cover for um, the audio head. And I was like, ooh, Silver Sun Pickups, let's do that. So um, we got the email that says, hey, you've been approved for Silver Sun Pickups for Sunday at Tannehill's Tavern. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll go and I'll see how it is. Oh, also, they did this Fort Worth music, like, showcase with, like, whoever put it together, like, barely any Fort Worth musicians were a part of it. And it was, like, it was supposed to be panels and discussion groups and how to elevate the music in Fort Worth and how to promote yourselves as musicians and, like, all this stuff. And it was very disappointing. Like, anywho, so I go. And I was like prepared to hate it. And I actually really loved it. The sound was excellent. The bars were Is this when you great. texted us and didn't know that Paris Jackson was really Paris Jackson? No. So what happened was I, w- I was like, who's the opener? And Dustin was like, I don't really remember. And he was like, let's go over to the merch table and we'll see. And we walk over to the merch table and he's like, Oh, oh yeah, it's uh, someone like called Paris Jackson. And I was all, Michael's daughter? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. And I was like, holy crap, if this is Paris Jackson, like I am going to freak the F out. Because, I mean, it could have been anybody. It could have been somebody who just like took her name. It could have been like, you know, the, the yeah, yeah, yeahs. You know what I mean? Like just could be anybody who, the Paris Jackson Five. Yeah, the Paris Jacksons. Yes, exactly. The Paris Jackson Five, a cover band of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so when, so I texted you guys and I was like, I might be seeing Michael Jackson's daughter, the, the princess of pop, the king of pop's child. I may be seeing her this evening. And when she walked out on that stage, I was so excited. And I said, 
Yep, you are. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're like, if you're seeing the Silver Sun pickups tonight, then yes, that's who you're seeing. Um, and I was so excited. It was great. She was, first off, a fantastic musician. She's so pretty. She's beautiful. She is so... She's so pretty. So, so pretty. But she was also like so cool. And she's like right around Katie's age. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So she's just young and she's she's very good friends with Billy Lord. Oh, nice. Okay. So she, um, she was just, she was funny. Like the banter amongst the band and her was funny. She was like really like personable with the crowd. She was super humble, like super. Like maybe if you didn't know she's Michael Jackson's daughter, you wouldn't know. You would never, she, she, you would not know that she, yeah. If you didn't know that she was Michael Jackson's daughter, you would not know that she was Michael Jackson's daughter. And um, like she's introducing her band and stuff and she's making sure everybody's like clapping for them and stuff. And then one of the band, like then she was like going into the next song and he was like, wait a second, this is Paris Jackson. Everybody, you know, like to clap. She was like, oh my God. Like, but I mean, she, and she, great musician, beautiful voice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was just great. <coughs> so, and then Silver Sun pickups, of course, were awesome. But like, so I kind of need to apologize for having such a horrible opinion of Tannehill's Tavern because uh, it's great. It's, nice. It's, yeah, it was really great. And I'll be going back there on this coming Saturday to see that 80s band, A Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> what are you talking are like you legit talking about a flock of seagulls? Yeah, the they're people, not dead. No, the people that sing Iran, Iran, so far I'm, away. I'm aware of who they are, but yeah. I'm just. Uh, I, I also had to go online and make sure that it was legit the flock of seagulls because Strange Love, the Depeche Mode tribute band, is one of the openers. Oh, nice! They and, always play the House of Blues. Yeah, and Plum Boys, a local Dave Caves band, is also opening. So wait, this little band that's always like in and out of my old apartment complex uh-huh. unloading their cars as a uh-huh. real band uh-huh yeah they like really play shows uh-huh that's so cute and opening for a flock of seagulls at dana hills tavern on saturday um also happening on saturday is a uh, me motor scooter at three links yes yeah um uh the me thinks are playing um coming up uh march 18th at the growl records so that'll be fun um, although that's their first show after John's heart attack. So it should be a good, a fun one. Everybody's like super excited about it. Very good. And then, um, North by North is coming back through for another show at growl on, um, April 13th. That's a little ways out, but the one I'm most excited about probably is Henry the Archer. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And, and the show is on April 1st at Lola's. And I was like, if they're pulling a prank, like an April Fool's prank. I'm going to be so upset, but it seems like it's legit. (laughs) So yeah, that's about it. This coming Friday, I will be at Lola's for, um, a Van Damme show, which is Michael Doty and, um, Nick. Why am I forgetting Nick's last name? Oh, well. So it is one of their many projects together and should be a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. So, so a good lineup of music soon. Yeah. Love it. Yep. And I think that's about it for us. How long have we been going? Too long. <laughs> I've been sitting in my own sweat for far too long. Aww, I have to shower. Sweet baby. Okay. Love you. Mean it. Bye.